0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Before we get to the show, we got some business we want to get out of the way. The show is always brought to you by Scent Crusher. You need to eliminate those stinky scents that you got going on. You know, you had some relatives over, they stayed at your house, you know, they're they're just smelly, but you're nice. Their family let them stay there. Hit that ozone go or the uh, room clean rather. Put that in you know your bathroom, you know your bedroom, wherever these nasty people were. You clean that, the ozone <laughs> will clean it up. You're good to go. Hopefully, you were hunting all weekend so you didn't have to see them. But, you know, you need to... You did you have
0: some gross family over for Thanksgiving just, weekend? It's, just,
1: it's a thing that, thank God I have my scent crusher bag because not only did I put my hunting gear in there, I put my regular clothes in there so I could stay at various houses, and uh, I never smelled bad, so. Did you use it as a sleeping bag? No, I did not yet. I'm, okay, uh, not I, I'm uh, a little too tall for that, but the uh, the roller bag is something that you need in your life. You if, use uh, your
0: gear bag as a night bag, huh? I do.
1: It's my nighty-night <laughs> bag. So I to going to stay, it. friend... Yeah, I crush it. I crush all my scents, so you don't have to uh, hit the washing machine at all. And plus, it eliminates all <laughs> those. Yeah, so it's designed by NASA. Check it out. We highly recommend it. Also, Sink. HHA,
0: decent plug for Scent Crusher. Ah, man, I love ScentCrusher.com. Sink. Yeah. The show's presented by Scent Crusher. You failed that part. What did I say? You just didn't hit the market. You said brought to you by. You're close.
1: Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Presented by.
0: The podcast is also supported <laughs> by HHA Sports. It. Check out sports.com uh, If you've been thinking about jumping over to a single pin site, I say go Do for it. it. Uh, yep. We've getting, uh, What's weird, we've been getting a ton of messages mid-season about switching to a single pin, and I think people <laughs> hunting with multi-pin are like, man, I wonder what it would be like. I personally, I love it. Um, you only have to focus on one pin instead of sorting through five if you're shooting for that You know, 40, 50 yards, you got to get through the middle of six, five to seven pins, whatever you're
2: doing. Yeah. I mean, I say it all the time, but I think we all agree. I couldn't go back to a multi pin. It'd be tough. It'd be rough. It'd be really tough. If
1: you did not know this, it is easier to count to one than it is to count to five. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that sounds dumb, but that's really true when it comes (laughs) to
0: like being in the zone, you're at full draw and you're not worried about, you can just focus on the pin. You live by your range finder, know your yardage. It's really all you need. I leave mine set at 20 in the stand. And every deer, uh, both my bucks this year, I just left it there. Yep. And, and one was at,
2: twi- now one was at 14, one was at seventeen yards. You can even make it. Easy. You know, if it's going to come in at past twenty, that you're going to have time to range him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. You, yep. Make it easy on yourself. Done.
1: The number that shows up, I mean, you, you can just go by shapes. The shapes of the two numbers that are on your rangefinder, Put them on your dial. Easy as that. No guessing. <laughs> yeah, you don't really need to okay. no know numbers. Uh, yeah. If it okay. works for me, okay. it'll work for you. I can promise that. Okay. So, perfect. There's a the perfect plug for HHA. God, you're an
0: idiot. <laughs> also, we're supported by
1: Elite Archery. Somehow. <laughs> we're supported <laughs>
0: Somehow by elite. supported by Elite Archery. We are shooting the working class bow hunter edition rituals. Mm. Um, the Ritual 30 is out now which is going to be an awesome ground blind tree stand bow. Um, and for you guys that like the compact uh, rigs, there you go. Uh then list if you want to get into elite, um, if you're trying to just see if you want to flirt with that, if you're new to bow hunting, the list is a good one to get you uh, in the right direction. Uh, the tempo, tank shooting the tempo this year. Love it. Uh, Mark,
3: what are you shooting? The synergy still, right? Yes, yeah, synergy still. Oh, you got yeah. a ritual now. Got a ritual now. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm doubling it up. Wow. So baller. Set them both up. Wow, Are one you taking them both out? One for shooting targets and one for... <laughs> Mark, yeah, Mark, yeah.
2: Mark has two hangers in his tree <laughs> yeah. for two bows. Like,
0: I just Got don't it. know which one to choose. Yep, it's <laughs> tough. Both which beautiful. one do you <laughs> shoot? Oh, wrong,
1: wrong company, wrong company.
0: Um, you can check out the Elite Bows in Action on the Virtue TV, on Carbon TV, and Respect the Game on Sportsman's channel and Hunt channel now, right?
1: Yes. Yep. Which is pretty and cool. And YouTube, so if you go to uh, Respect the Game's YouTube and their website, their all-new website, respectthegame.com. You'll be able to find old episodes. My personal hero, Paul Biggs, is on there a lot. I'm going to see that guy in a couple weeks.
0: Yeah, you're going to Oklahoma. We'll mm-hmm. talk about that in a bit. Um, also, big time right now, I think till the end of November, which is uh, we're getting <coughs> tomorrow. We're getting, we're getting there. Is it tomorrow? Tomorrow's the <laughs> last day <Yeah>. of November. <laughs> <Is> it? <laughs> uh, never mind. <laughs> Go to bigtime.com. Check them out. We, uh, we had a sale on the ADG trail cam. Uh, basically took the camera from 130 to 80 bucks, but you won't have time to get it by the time this airs. You missed <laughs> out. We posted online.
1: Nah, uh, but in, in case, uh, go ahead and try anyway. WCB. <laughs> yeah, maybe they, maybe they'll forget to <laughs> yeah. take the
2: promo code out. <laughs>
1: yeah, do the try it. Who knows? Do uh, promo code WCB Christmas and uh, try it. Try it. What what's it gonna hurt? And if you can't, then pay full price and support a good company. <laughs> For sure. I okay. Mean. Also.
0: Um, Hunter's Blend Coffee, uh, awesome coffee, working class. Get The code working class gets you 10% off. Um, also, ethics archery inserts. Guys have been asking what arrows have been shooting or what the weights are. A lot of that goes to the heavy insert. I'm shooting a 100-grain ethics insert. Um, you can save yourself 10% by using the code WCB. That's right. Also, check us out on Carbon TV. And uh, let's yeah, move on that. with the business. Let's just get this going right now. I'm Chase Ralston with RubLine Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This
2: is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Sheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Jury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Martin from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Blackman. Working class bow hunter.
0: Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast.
1: Working class bow hunter podcast.
2: Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is a podcast for me. Billy Joe lunch bucket,
0: the working man just like me and you. My name is Travis T. Bone Turner from The Bone Collector.
2: Thank you for tuning
0: in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter.
2: Hey, this is Jules McQueen, and you are listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter podcast.
4: It's really, really not that good. Good, 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 good,
2: good. Work,
1: it is episode number 258 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are right here at 1600 Buckslayer Place, beautiful Bucketorium, lovely Sherrard, Illinois. <sighs> God, it's good to be back here on the mic. I'm so glad I am not working second shift anymore. I haven't done it in like a month, but I'm so happy to be here. My name is Steve, and the studio today is Kurt.
0: Hey, everyone. Hi, Daddy. Uh, don't yeah, do that right now, yeah, Daddy, please. Started it. Come on, Steven. <laughs> you got to explain the backstory if we just call me yeah, Dad. No, don't you. worry oh, about
1: it. Tank Cameron, Tank. Yeah, I'm here. Eric, hey, man. What up? Check this out. Moneybags Mark Rice. What's up? What's up? What's up? And uh, some other guy moves here. Guy. <laughs> some other guy. guy. I'm the proper. I'm getting Our, our, our uh, lovely guest today is Julian Loker yep, from nice Loker me. Taxidermy. Yep. Welcome. We've, we've been talking about you the past couple weeks, so you came all the way here. What town is he from? Loudon? Yep. yep. Oh, I said that right? Yep, Loudon, Iowa. Yeah, man, <laughs> That
2: Loudon, one episode Iowa. where I wasn't here, they were like, Loudon, Loudon,
0: Loudon. Yeah. So we have three guys that just like to try and kill deer, and then we have two guys here that you guys like to kill deer, but uh, bring them back to life, if you will. Yeah. We're going to break down the, I guess, whitetail taxidermy process and kind of pick your guys' brains a little bit. You guys have both been in the games at you know, a different amount of time, which is cool to get the different perspectives and... This a good conversation, so
1: God, I can't wait to see it's like two rival cats fighting over territory. Oh, it's no. Be awesome. he's, no, he's a
3: hunter and a taxidermist. Yeah. That's the coolest dude there is. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, we're good. I love how Steve's <laughs>
0: making this like try to make it awkward when it's not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm just hoping to learn something from him, too. Hey, me, me too.
3: too. You can't you can learn from everybody. Oh, yeah, I don't know nothing compared to some people out there. That's Look, what's cool
0: up. about taxidermy. Let's get a veteran shout out and then hop right back into that conversation. Let's say Mark was sucking him in here.
1: All right. Uh, the vet shout-out this week um, is uh, is from our, uh, our good buddy, Jordan Johnson, uh, from Combination Creative. Uh, great guy. His uh, his grandfather passed away, who was a uh, World War II pilot in the Air Force. So, um, you know, these are the vet shout-outs that we, you know, don't like doing all the time because we, we always want everybody to stay around forever, but um, – bob johnson he served his country in world war ii and uh we thank him for his service to this country and um he was he was a good man from Claire, wisconsin so uh we love our wisconsin people we love our vets um so much so thank you for your service to this country and uh jordan sorry for your loss buddy we love you to death and um you know hope you and your family get through this like i say he was a great man so uh all the good memories are still there so
0: very cool. Thanks for yeah. that, Steve. Yeah. Thank you, Jordan, for putting that in and sorry yeah. for your loss. Yep. Cutting back into the taxidermy game. Yeah. So two taxidermists in here. Julian, this is your first podcast ever. Yep. So welcome to the welcome to the game of hunting podcasts. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, I got
1: I got, I got a joke. Two taxidermists walk into a uh Walk into a studio, and uh, I still live with my parents. My life is a joke. sorry. I'm glad you're getting all this out of your system now. <laughs> I had to. I want because when this conversation gets good, I don't want to say anything stupid. So let's start, let's start
0: off with uh, this. Julian, we met you through uh, Jordan Johnson at Combination Creative, he made the introduction. And uh, I shot my buck, my one uh, on October 20th and my one November 4th. I brought one for a skull mount, and... I have the ten pointer back. Yep. Um. He's hanging in the living room. He looks awesome. So thank you for that, man. Yeah. And uh, good, good turnaround. It looks great. Um, so that was cool to kind of meet you through that. And then you're kind of you're getting a pile. I think you have Eric's Muley. Yep. yep. You have Doug's Buck. Buck. Doug's Buck. Yep. Um, Tank is dropping his off today. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. My <laughs> buck's
4: sitting
5: out on the porch right now.
4: Is it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Are you uh, tired of us yet? No. Heck,
4: no. <laughs> You're tired of it, yeah. It's I'm like, excited to mount the muley. I haven't done one of those yet,
0: so it's, yeah, it'll be exciting. That will yeah. be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So Can't thank wait. you for coming to the, all the way from Loudon,
1: Loudon, <laughs> and I, I and I, I would have uh, dropped a deer off to you. I just uh, the situation came up that uh, the buck I shot, I ended up dropping off to. Um, another taxidermist. Oh, I see. Who? Hey. <laughs> I, I, was literally, I was literally sitting in front of the guy's house, and Kurt calls me. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm dropping my deer off. He's like, oh, uh, Jordan's buddy? I'm like, no, I never really got any information. So that was kind of a...
2: Uh, no, it, we probably gave you the information. You're just yeah. an idiot. No, it was, yeah. it was that's <laughs> what like, like, happened. Because like was having like a, a
1: uh, something going, on and I didn't want to bother him. But that's all right. I'll just charge a double next time. Yeah, right, that's, <laughs> <fine>. that's <laughs> just to make up for it, to that's make right. up for it. Yeah, right. but you know, yeah. And Kurt's like, why do you take it to him? I'm like, I'm literally sitting in front of this guy's house right now. He's walking out towards the car. It's just be like, hey, screw guy, I'm going somewhere else. So, <laughs> so what's, what's funny
0: about that story is I'm like, well, what are you gonna get? Well, I don't know. I'm like. This is what I like, the semi-upright offset shoulder. Steve goes in there and starts throwing form names. Oh, yeah, Joe Meter. Blah, blah, blah. Steve knows absolutely nothing about taxidermy. So he goes in there. He, knows, does,
2: he barely knows anything about hunting, no.
0: let
1: alone
2: taxidermy. <laughs> so Steve goes in there and is dropping Finger these. you make it, baby. Yeah, you're going in
0: there dropping form names and all this, and the guy's probably like, oh. And then you confused him because you don't know anything, and he thought you did. But then he realized you knew nothing. And then
1: <laughs> he goes, he goes, why don't I just show you my uh, my form room here? And I was like, okay, I like that one. I
0: even sent you photos of my mounts. Like, oh, this is what I'm talking about, or you could do this, just to help you. And that was, and and that was my fault. And I sh- told him
1: sh- right over your head. Hey, you know, I told him. I was like, I was like, I thought this before, and I kind of re- reread the text. I like, go, oh, he was just talking about. The way it goes, and he knew exactly like when I said, okay, he wasn't talking for it. he knew exactly what I was going for. I
0: know Joe Meter, I taught him everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I shook that
1: you. guy's hand once, you know. Uh, yeah, let's say, uh, i <laughs>
2: So, oh, God. Man, a
3: fully upright, backward sneak. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: like, what is that? I want him looking at the wall. <laughs>
1: can, 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 can you make the deer look a little confused, like he doesn't really know what's going on? But like, but like, have the confidence, but he's confused. Can you do something like that? He was in the
2: state of
0: confusion when he came in, and I just really yeah. want that look back in his eyes. He, he looked hungry. Can you make that happen?
1: Two dead eyes. And, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was smelling. Can you make his nostrils open like he's smelling too? So, let's, Julian, let's just.
0: Start with how people are familiar with Marks. So welcome mm-hmm. back, Mark. Yep. But Julian, let's start with like how did you get into taxidermy and just kind of explain that whole situation because I think there's a lot of people who think about mounting deer but never take the steps to try it.
4: Yeah. <clears throat> so basically, you know, I grew up deer hunting. Absolutely loved handling deer. And um, when I was younger, I, I tried to preserve some skins just by salt salting them and mm-hmm. thought they were good enough. And then as the years went on. Um, Moved to Iowa and met some friends up here that, um, he basically was like, "Hey, you, you you're, you should really just try taxidermy, and mm-hmm. I think you would really enjoy it." And so I just, I got on YouTube, started looking at videos, and I just jumped straight into it. You know, see, that's awesome. That's yeah. like
0: this. That's the way everyone hopes you were going to tell it. You yeah. know what I mean? Because that's kind of the new age of like learning yeah. a craft now. Yeah. Back it's, it's then, it's I mean, Mark, what yeah. year did you get into taxidermy? Uh, <laughs> Two thousand four. So, and I mean, YouTube was around, but or it was it? Man.
1: I don't think it was, dude. No, I think like not like it is now. Yeah. yeah. So, mean, mean, your process was, was a little but, different, but yeah,
3: I went to school out in uh, Northwest Iowa, school taxidermy in Spirit Lake. So, so it's
0: kind of cool to hear yeah. like the, the two ways of jumping into it because neither one of them is incorrect. Because right. that's you're getting into it, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But I think most people now is it's YouTube is where to go for information. So mm-hmm. right. I think that's going to inspire a lot of inspiring
1: taxidermists. You know. Yeah. So and yeah, because there's a generation gap too. Like you know, yeah, uh, I'm obviously right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say, Well, well how, how old are you? I'm well, thir- uh, thirty-one. You're thirty. Okay, yeah. so you're around our age. And yeah. Mark, you're old enough to be our dad. You yeah. know, it's cool. It's cool, <laughs> Papa. <laughs> come on, dude. He's a mature <laughs> buck in here. I'm showing him respect. I'm not uh, coming out and saying it. So
0: yeah. you just. YouTube and jumped yeah. into it and then uh how long after that, like looking it up, did you mount your first deer? Um so basically I just, you know, I got on
4: YouTube, started watching videos, um, ordered ordered some supplies that I thought I would need and yeah. And there was actually one guy from Illinois that he had a whole series basically from beginning to end and I just went step by step as I was watching it and did my first deer and it, it turned out nice mm-hmm. uh, until it dried. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know the eyes kind of popped out a little bit because I didn't get them thin enough. And, right, right. And so you know every every one that I would do, you know, just you learn something new. And then I yeah. had a couple friends that were in taxidermy, and I'd say, hey, I had this problem. What do I need to do? And they tell me, and mm-hmm. right, and then um, and then just meeting people in the taxidermy business and just you know having yeah. their their, I mean, a lot of them are gracious enough to give you their knowledge, you know, and
0: yeah, that's, that's a lot. That's I hear that a lot from yeah. Mark especially, but I'm. I've dabbled in taxidermy. I've mounted one deer. I've done. I've helped Mark out here and there at his shop. And it seems like everyone is willing to share information. Oh, yeah. There is yeah. some secrets. Oh yeah, there's secrets. But <laughs> for the most part, people are pretty willing
3: to help. It, it's not like a cutthroat. Yeah. It type. didn't used to be that way. Oh, it didn't no? Uh-uh. No, yeah. not before internet and all that. People cut, hung on to their secrets mm-hmm. for competition and stuff like that. Oh. But actually, with social media, I think people become friends easier. Yeah. So yeah. it's easier to share things at the click of a button. Oh yeah. So oh, I think it's sure. become more understood that hey, wow. we're not going to die with all this knowledge being the old guys. Why don't we right. pass it along? But that, those old
2: guys are kind of set in that way. That's yeah, how they were yeah, back yeah, then. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. So it's kind of well, a that too. It was probably like
0: yeah. then if you wanted to network, you had to like go to like call a guy, hey man can I come over to your shop? And yep. and then that's kind of like a weird, like, you're in my space type yep. thing if yep. you don't know. And now it's like, oh, I kind of know you have to see, see your photos online. We're friends on Facebook. We chat sometimes. It's different. Yeah. Know, right? but, oh, yeah. So that's interesting. That's cool, the two yeah. different, uh, like, perspectives on on it. But so, I mean, once you did your first one, is that something you thought, like, I'm going to keep doing this? Or and you just got obsessed with it over oh, time? Yeah.
4: <laughs> I'm still obsessed. I yeah. I yeah. Once I get something on my mind, especially when deer season comes, it's like, I can't relax until I get all the, the skins tanned, or you know, I I, I just can't sit still. Right, like you're gonna bu- be real,
2: bu- <laughs> yeah. you're gonna be real busy here with first season shotgun this I, weekend.
4: I'm hoping so. You yeah. last year, I was more than double. I got more than double uh, the mounts that I did during the bow seasons. So right. usually, shotgun seasons is the is the we'll say the money of the.
1: Of the season. Well, so let's, let's, how long have you been doing Texeter before? Hold on,
0: real quick, while we're on that, uh, like the shotgun season coming up in Iowa or yep. firearm season. Oh, yeah. I got my mount back today, right before we started recording. It looks awesome. So, maybe just plug where people can find you and get a hold of you if they want something mounted if they're in our area. That oh, way, yeah. right now, since before we dive into yep. the whole episode, and I don't want to get lost in translation, like just where can people find you?
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm located in Loudon, Iowa. It's about 40 miles northwest of the Quad Cities. Um. So, <clears throat> right on Highway 30, it's pretty easy to find. Um. Then I've got a I've got a um, a, ta- a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. It's Loker Taxidermy, and uh, just get on there. My my phone number's on there, and address, and I'm mm-hmm. very responsive. You know, send me a message. I usually usually reply within minutes.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Cool. I just want to get that out before we yeah. like yeah. dove in. Sorry, Steve.
4: No, yeah. it's all good. So, uh, how long have you been doing this for? I've only been doing it for right at three years. Okay. And, uh, but I've been blessed with working with a couple, uh, master taxidermists. And one, I'm pretty sure he'll probably be best in the world this coming year. And he's from Wisconsin. So,
0: name drop, man.
4: It, well, Clint, I, Clint. I don't know if he'd want me to, but it's Clint, <laughs> Clint,
1: Mark, Clint, Mark, can you take a guess yeah. of who
4: it is? Clint, Clint, Ricky. Yeah, I went up there to his shop, and uh, that's probably
3: the best thing he ever did. Clint's oh, a stud.
4: I, w- I wished I could have. He had me prepping capes, so I didn't get to really watch the the mounting process that yeah. he did, and um, but just just prepping the capes for somebody that is. You know, world class or world best class. In, best yeah. in the nation. <laughs> right? I mean, that was just knowledge in itself. See, that's cool. Yeah. It kind of affirmed that the way I prepped my own capes, because um, basically I prepped one for him. He said, "Let me see what you can do," and I prepped it for him. He mounted it, and it was I was like, good. "Oh, I guess I did it right." Damn! <laughs> 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 Never came
0: back
5: to you. Yeah. Or nothing. And yeah. then,
4: and then there was a few a few times where you know I took a form. He's like, "All right, set your ears on there," and and yeah, you know, he tweaked them a little bit. Yeah, um, but I mean,
0: yeah. That's cool, man.
4: And then I also do a lot of work for um, Old Barn Taxidermy down mm-hmm. in Southern Iowa. So, um, you know, Very cool. he's he's a master taxidermist too. So, real, cool. good, real good guy.
0: It's cool that in the taxidermy game, if you will, that there's those guys that are, they stand out as being iconic. Mm-hmm. Or like the guy that everyone respects. Like, you, Mark knew the name before he even said yeah. it. Yeah. And I feel like there's a good handful of those guys throughout the Midwest, yeah, Midwest especially. I just know that you know we're in the Midwest, so I hear that more. Um, I mean, your top three taxidermists. I mean, do you have those top three in your head? If you rattle them off, like guys you'd want to work with, yeah.
3: Well, oh. There's more than three, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, there's a lot more.
4: Some of the some of the people that are really good probably aren't very good to work with. Yeah. But right. If yeah. I look at their quality. I'm like, okay, I would love to work with this guy. That way I can learn something. Right, okay. There's there's a lot of them out there. I mean, there's not just – I mean, they're all over,
3: really. Hundreds. Well, it's crazy.
2: (laughs) There's so many out there, too, that you don't even hear of like local guys. Like, you're 20 minutes from me, Mm -hmm. Julian, and this is the first time I ever heard of you. Hey. So, I mean, it's it's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, that's where it starts. Oh, yeah. Well,
4: and I'm not from Iowa originally. I'm from southern Illinois, so it's – for me – starting a business up here you know it's i'm going from nobody knowing me to you know i'm trying to get people to know me try sure. to you know trying to get my name out and yeah so, so you start with this podcast
0: hey uh, hopefully it helps i tell you what <laughs> i get i get
4: my instagram page i get likes all the time uh followers and my, yeah. my facebook page you know so i mean you know that's, that's how you do it
0: yeah man it is yep. and, so mark what? if you had to name like your top handful of guys or just a couple guys that, that stick out as tax service to your mind uh, before we go into the Actual taxidermy combo. I guess
3: uh, Clint, I mean, nailed it with Clint mm-hmm. Ricky, Neil Fowler, oh, yeah. Bill Yox. Mm-hmm. I could go on and on. So uh, those sound like I, boxers'
1: names. Dennis, too. <laughs> Dennis
3: Harris up in Michigan is probably one of the yeah. best taxidermists in the whole entire world. Um, gosh, there's so many. Kent Reedy's a duck guy from around here he who's world champion. Corey Carruthers is in iowa around here he's a world champion two of the best duck guys waterfowl guys bird guys you'll ever meet in your life Mm -hmm. see
0: what's crazy and kind of sad i guess i'm looking at it from a certain perspective is so many people are so passionate about deer hunting but nobody knows who those people are. Right. Unless yeah, right. you, they're a local right. taxidermist. Yeah. Right. That well, should be the most important thing. A lot yeah. of
4: people just try to find the cheapest person yeah. and yeah. you know, they yeah. get the cheapest person and they get the cheapest quality. And yeah. you know, until you actually have somebody that's quality and does amount for you. Cause this, this is actually me. I'm talking about myself. Mm-hmm. I, I had somebody and my dad said, Hey, you should take that deer to this guy. And, you know, he charged me 125 bucks. I was <laughs> like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, I, I, a <laughs> I got it back, and I'm like, I'm looking at him I'm like, oh, it doesn't look bad, you know. And I did another one, and I was like, eh, it didn't look bad. And then I killed a 170-inch deer, and my best friend said, hey, there's, you're not taking this to nobody else except for this person. So I did it. You know, I paid 4 or something, 450 or something like yeah. that. You know, this is back in the uh, 2008 or nine range. And mm-hmm. put it up on the wall by the other two, and I was like... Yep, nope, that can't happen. So I took the two down, <laughs> cut the antlers off of them, you know, skull capped, picked the antlers out, uh-huh. threw the bodies away, and I read. I had them redone. No shit. Yeah. 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 And now I'm going to redo them because I want all of my mounts to be my. So uh, that's, yeah, that's cool. Mine. Yeah, that's so, yeah,
0: see, that's something I kind of learned too. Like, I was always interested in taxidermy, and I got a lot of deer done by. Yeah, they look like deer to the normal person. No, that's a good. They looking at. They're looking at the antlers. Yeah, oh, that looks good. But, like, now I look at, like, the way the earbuds are done on a lot of the older ones I got, and I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> one of my biggest deer just looks so wonky. Like, to most people, he looks good. But to yeah. me now, especially working with Mark and going yeah. to text school, I look at it and I'm like, oh man...
3: it's depressing
0: what a shame yeah you know but but you gotta
1: kinda think about that that's like you gotta have like an eye for that you gotta get a shitty
0: tattoo before you get a really good one yeah
1: Yeah. (laughs) also like you gotta have an ear for music like Jordan can attest to this like yeah there's you know hip hop out there but then there's the stuff that me Jordan and Chip City listen to and it's just like okay you know if you don't have an ear for it you don't know what you're listening to but when you finally get opened up to that world any type of art yeah it's wild I mean you know yeah any type of like pro wrestling that's an art you know. You gotta have an eye for talent. <laughs> there it <laughs> is. There it is. Good work. You guys like that? You guys like that buildup? And I sunk you guys in, and you guys are agreeing with me in the pro wrestling. Like, and like I've said a million times, though, people
2: just don't know what deer really look yeah, like. That's right. true.
3: That's yeah. the best and in, way to explain. Even it. when you go to school, I thought I knew yeah. what a deer looked like. You have no idea what the eye shape. Well, is I mean, like. just
2: hearing Mark talking, like he'll go up to a deer and point the, things out, yeah. you know, about ears and the eyes. I'm like i would never know that Dude, yeah. we did a
1: tip yeah. video on our youtube once and you did like the simplest thing it was you took a brush and you were just was just grooming it yeah. yeah yeah and you were just brushing down you're yeah. like because think about it in the wild deer getting rained on yep. you know they're not yeah. perfectly groomed and it just looked yeah. it was that little simple trick yeah, everybody
3: that, grooms them straight back yeah, yeah. and you went straight and down like and it was like on yeah
1: them. damn
0: so let's do this then um for everyone listening. I want to start like basically from, and I want you guys both as much as you can to kind of give your involvement here, from a guy shoots the buck he's mm. been chasing. He mm. hasn't even thought about the mount yet because he just wants to get that deer down. It finally happens. Let's start there. He gets up on it, and he, he walks up on the deer, and he's going to field dress it. Maybe give two things that you guys like to see or hate to see, some, maybe some nightmares, anything, but just give listeners like a tip. If they're going to bring a deer into their taxidermist or to you guys, what – step one.
3: Go ahead, Julian. Yeah,
4: Thanks, so, you know, step one, and you're obviously going to try to field dress the deer. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people – well, I can't say a lot of people but because I think there's a lot more information right now as far as when it comes to actually caping a deer, so um, – you know the main thing is, is don't don't cut up too far to the brisket. You know, I mean mm-hmm. we can sew pretty good, but sometimes you know you can't hide hide right. at all. So I would say stop somewhere between the front shoulder or the the two le- the front legs, mm-hmm. and um, and then a foot behind the the front shoulders. I would at least a foot. Mm-hmm. If you're not sure, just bring the whole cape in. That's I mean a lot of people do that too, just yeah. the whole cape, and then I'll lay it out and then I'll cut it where I want it. You know and mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, on the back side of the front legs, there's a white brown line. Um, I like to follow that up to the armpit, mm-hmm. and then go straight back. And then where your um, your cut around the deer is, you know, a foot behind the yeah. the, the front shoulders, then um, kind of tie that all together. And then actually doing it that way, it's easier to kind of fold the the uh, the brisket, you know, where the hair in the, on the the brisket is, you know, fold that up, yeah. and then it just kind of pe- peels down through the neck. Okay. And Now, uh, would you yeah. rather
2: have someone bring the deer f- to you, for you to cape out so you know it's done right? Or, I mean. I that's mean, what I, I did. I took yeah,
4: straight to yeah. you. Well, it straight, Well, you know, so I've had. I guess if I do that, if I say this, I might get like a whole bunch of people yeah. doing this, but I, some people bring me a deer, the whole deer's there and I'll just hang it up right there. And I'll, I'll actually go ahead and just butcher the whole thing. Yeah, careful. I know, but that's yeah. for, that's for select few friends and stuff. <laughs> yeah. but, Cause uh, I have,
2: I've never caped a deer in my life yeah. and it terrifies me that yeah. I'm just going to yeah. mess it up. You know, yeah, my, yeah. my, my,
4: my fear was, you know, like when a few people this year brought it was okay, we just caped it. Now it's the meat's hanging. You don't want to put that meat. And your dirty pocket. Uh, yeah, so yeah. what I'll probably end up doing is is uh, I'll have some, like, giant, um, like...
0: Contractor bags
4: contractor or Contractor yep. bags or some kind of plastic. And then, yeah. you know, we cape it out, wrap it around it. And we mm-hmm. did that with Doug's deer, I
3: believe. I think yeah. it was his. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, you got anything to add to that, get Mark? A, or get a roll of this queen. You could cut it to length and wrap it. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I guess same thing. I always say, I always tell everybody, stop. As soon as you're, when you're gutting it, when you come to that cartilage, it's mm-hmm. at the base of the ribs, mm-hmm. just stop. Just don't go any farther, and you'll be perfect. Mm -hmm. You got to reach up in there farther and get a little bloodier to reach up there and cut the esophagus and all that stuff But you're going to get bloody anyway, so who the hell cares? (laughs) Don't make extra work for your taxidermist, especially if you cut down through the hair. Mm Mm-hmm. The biggest tip of the day if you ever stick your knife in a deer turn it upside down stick it in and cut up from the skin up out through the hair mm-hmm. don't yeah. cut straight down on the hair yep. <laughs> cut hair is a nightmare yeah what, Steve, are, you what are you looking at that kurt <laughs> so i guess the biggest thing is when when you bring him home you know don't drag them through the woods if you're yeah. gonna mount it you know terrible over logs and stuff don't drag them backwards and i guess a lot of people don't know this one but don't bring your buck home. Hang him upside down by his feet. Put a forty-pound bag of ice in him and yeah. let it melt in him. Oh yeah. Because you will have the most water swollen face you ever saw. Oh, yeah. You ever seen a donkey deer like that? It's just whoosh, the whole face is just, <laughs> and then swollen the whole up. time you're skinning it, it's leaking and yeah. pouring all over the counter. Oh yeah. That just and is wa- a bacteria yeah. field. And, yeah.
0: Water. Water promotes. Bacteria yeah. Big yeah. Time, exactly.
3: Yeah. So don't. They have horns hang, or antlers. Hang them by the antlers. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have horns. <laughs> you,
0: you know how many times we hear horns on I the know, podcast, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. it's like a southern yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like just something. S- guys know they're not horns. They just yeah. oh yeah, I found a good horn shed hunt. <laughs> yeah. Like well, no, you didn't. Well, it's and funny because uh, <laughs> there's
1: like my my family was in uh, town for Thanksgiving. And they were like oh you shot a buck. How many horns did he have? <laughs> Yeah. And then Zero. basically get them,
3: as, <laughs> get them. Make sure it's cold. If it's warm out, yeah. you got to get bags of ice in it, and you got to get it to your taxidermist or mm-hmm. your meat process, processor as soon as possible. Yep.
0: Okay. So field care is. One of the most, it's the most Most important important thing thing you can do if you're going to get it mounted. Uh, Not dragging it backwards is a cool thing because I've seen people pull deer out and it's just skin off the side. It's like,
3: oh my God, what'd you do? Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing, another big one is a lot of people want to take them home and hang them in the tree and then blast them with the garden hose and wash all that blood off them that's a that's feeding bacteria too yeah don't Moisture. get the hide all wet like that don't spray your deer with a garden hose mm-hmm.
0: yeah you never did rinse off a, a <laughs> steak and leave it sit on your counter sopping wet for a day yeah. or two Nope. wait you're not you supposed to do that, that? Yeah, yeah
1: you're actually not <laughs> just, just, <laughs> keep it. Yeah.
4: just keep in mind you know once you kill the deer it's already starting to decompose
1: yeah yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. you know
4: sometimes and i you know i like i said i worked for uh, a old barn down there too you know Mm and and he's a tannery so you know you can send your capes down there you know as a taxidermist and Mm -hmm. he you know i talked to him this past um september i had a youth deer brought in and i was tanning it and I had a couple spots on it that were were slipping i'm like i'm freaking out because slipping
0: is just for people at home
4: yeah okay yeah slipping is basically where bacteria had set in and the hair starts to fall out so you got a bare spot you know um, we can cut those out if they're, you know, not too big and then sew it, you know, sew it together and right. cover it up. But, um, you know, in September it was warm. It was a, I mm-hmm. think it was 60, 70 degrees oh, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and everybody wants to take pictures, obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, it just so happened that this was a once in a lifetime Cape. I mean, you're not going to get this big of a deer 24 inch neck, you know, this early in the season and nice short hair. Oh, yeah, just barely just, yeah, just a little fuzz, you know, and, um, yeah. I had a couple spots that were starting to slip and I was freaking out and I was talking to Sam down there and he's like, you know, sometimes it just, it just happens, you know? And so the main thing is you kill a deer, take your pictures and get them in the freezer or to a taxidermist as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. And that will eliminate that. You know, if you kill your, you know, you kill a deer, you want your cape on that deer. And if you, (laughs) if you ruin your cape by letting it
3: slip, then. Yeah. You you know how many guys uh, I've had come to me and, Yeah, got a deer and I'm gonna bring it to you. And they come out and I'm like, it's like looks bad. The eyes are all dried up in the head. Yeah, I'm like, how long ago did you shoot this deer? Oh, five days ago. It's been hanging in the barn. Yep. Yeah. Well. uh, Yeah. That cape's gonna be screwed.
4: I just had one (laughs) three weeks ago. The guy brought it in and first thing he said was, I killed it Thursday. And I'm like, oh, like two days ago Thursday. And he said, no, last week Thursday. I'm like, oh, that's a week and two days, you know. And I said, and then and then he brought it in, and it was split all the way up to the, the oh. white patch in the front. So I said, God. nope, we're definitely redoing that one.
3: Yeah, oh, man. man. You go over uh, and you start sniffing them. Yeah. No, you could smell it. As soon, as he, as, soon <laughs> yeah. as he
4: brought it into the shop, I was like, yeah, that one's not good. Well, some yeah. people
3: just don't know. Yeah. Right. You
4: nope. You know? Right. Well, he the first thing he said Crazy, was, though. you know, well, I just thought, I was always told you taxidermists don't like them frozen when you bring them in. I'm like, well, I mean it's nicer when rotten. they're not you know <laughs> yeah. bring them in fresh it's easier for us to go ahead and you know get the skull out and everything and if we can't yeah. get to it then you know we can fold it up and put it in the freezer you know yeah but um freeze it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. If, yeah if you kind can't get a, it to us freeze it it's
3: kind of double-edged sword because it yeah. is nice when somebody brings them to you and they're ready to skin but if you freeze them for a day or two then it kills the ticks then we don't get ticks crawling well, all over <laughs> us. I,
4: I did have one the other day. It was in the freezer for a week. A week? A week. Really? I thawed that sucker out, and that I, I had ticks on me. Really? I kept on feeling something scratching my leg down there. I looked Holy down, God. I had a tick. Yeah. And then the next day, I woke oh, up, and God. I was scratching my butt, and... Scratching Pop the
0: tick off. The yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, quick question. This is kind of yeah. like uh, wow. a random quick thrilling. question. Who
1: wakes up scratching their butt? That's everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> How
0: many taxidermists get Lyme disease? Ooh, Gosh. I don't, even, uh, I don't, I don't know.
3: know the number, but I do know people that have had it. You yeah, know, and it sucks. I heard it's like having
0: the flu for five years. Yeah. I know. Oh man, guy who know. had to
3: go to California and get special treatments and was probably
0: oh. gonna die. That's crazy. Ever Levine had it. A tick. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And she fell off. Man, that's not good.
1: Well, no, she apparently died, and there's a new one that they brought in. There's a whole conspiracy that that's oh, not that actually. Yeah, that's probably living. true. That's she, they use Lyme disease as a counter. As a it's probably true. They don't even have Lyme up in Canada, I don't think. <laughs> okay, so
0: listeners got the field prep. They've done every, everything correctly. They get the deer to you guys.
1: Pull your ticks off. Will you give people a 10% discount if they de-tick the deer? Honestly, those southern, southern Iowa deer
4: are... Nasty, yeah, they bald. are just loaded. <laughs> Remember well, mine last from year? I was terrible. Mine
0: was bad. Everyone I see that Eric or Doug kills, yeah. yeah, it's like bald spots on the shoulders from ticks, just yep. killing that's, them.
4: That's that's Doug's deer. I mean, I got done tanning, I flipped it back outside, look at the hair, you know, and it's just like dang, that thing is tore. Oh, yeah. Can I'd,
0: you imagine how those deer they probably don't even notice it because they've born and just done it, I but mean, you imagine.
3: Can I ask a stupid oh my, question? That would be so miserable. Well, that's why they got those rub marks a lot of times. It's so freaking annoying that they just rub yeah. on stuff Ugh. and break the hair and bald I spots. And can, I can I, can I it's ask not it? that the tick actually no, eats and cuts the hair. It's actually that it's annoying them. And they rubbing, rub really? against trees. Because yeah. mine,
2: slushy. the throat patch was almost gone because he was yeah. rubbing on it and shit because yep. was, there were was so many ticks on my yeah. buck last year. Oh my! That uh, well, has to be the most miserable think ab-
3: existence. Uh. Think about it. Them ticks, when they fill up with blood, they get it bigger than the end of your pinky finger sometimes. Can yep. you oh imagine having gosh. that thing hanging on you, sucking on you? I'd once Everyone right now uh. listening to
0: the podcast, if you're driving, you're sitting there, you're itching your
2: back.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah when I'm skinning deer, I, I itch things that don't yeah. itch. Oh, do but yeah. then when you get
2: one tick on, yeah, then you I like your whole body out. is yeah. freaking itching You're I'm like, oh, itching man. dude <laughs> 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 they're on
3: me yeah they suck I'm kidding
1: are deer are deer immune to Lyme disease I just gotta know huh. I, I don't I know. I haven't asked one. I'm not sure. Possums are. Possums, possums are, yeah. yeah. The possums, okay, so oh, yeah, like you would it. assume that if deer always have that many, on maybe they wouldn't be, but like yeah, I would deer. assume that it doesn't like, affect them. They have them. to be, apparently, hey, yeah. yeah. Do, you think, do you think that the government knows that they get Lyme disease, but they're like, oh, they're, they're inventing this disease called CWD? <laughs> I'm about to mute your microphone. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm asking questions, man. I'm not making statements. Yeah. I'm asking questions.
0: Dumb questions. Back on. On track yeah, here, yeah, yeah. you guys get the the cape into your taxidermy shop. Yep. First thing is you you cape the head out, skin it out. Then like, what's the first? A lot of guys have questions on like, well, how's it preserved? Or even like a non hunter, they see the deer on the wall, they're like. They, I think, I honestly think 80% of people who don't hunt that look at a deer head, they think you cut it off and put it on the wall.
4: It's stuffed. Or actually use the <laughs> real skull. You know, <laughs> yeah, paper, yeah. They <laughs> think that like, there's real day. bones
2: in there or whatever. Or whatever. It's like Growing like, up, that's what I thought. It was the actual well, skull in there and shit. I you mean, know?
3: 50
5: to
4: 100
3: <clears> years ago, they did use them. Yeah, I mean, right?
2: Yep. Which is cool as hell. Yeah, they yeah. used the
3: skeleton and attached it to the. Head, the skull, and then used wire or plywood and yep. poured foam around it. Clay, then paper mache, dude, paper mache, mache awesome, dude. plaster. I mean,
1: you can you do old, a throwback taxidermy? I kind of want one. You hey. tear old mounts
3: no, apart, you and you're surprised <laughs> what's in them.
2: You yeah. just throw like <laughs> and shoes and all kinds yeah. of shit in there. Yeah. Fiberglass. <laughs> <laughs> a couple bowling shoes.
0: Asbestos.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: That's true, <laughs> so, so, actually.
0: <laughs> that
1: horror size. But would let's, have let's talk and about a half. like, you know,
0: once it's caped off. I mean, what's the process from there? I mean, whoever wants to start first will just kind of run through <laughs> I want to run through the process of well, it. Before it so you we'll guys start, I gotta skedaddle. Are you gonna uh, go to brother? work? Yep. All right, get Eric, the hell out of here. I'm tired of know. looking at you. You're putting the working class and working class ball hunter, man. Work that's right, is that's overrated. Right. Go weld, would you? <laughs>
2: yeah. Go weld, would you? I'm going to try. Hey, Eric, <laughs> get the hell out of here Go before I beat dimes. the hell out of you. <laughs> <laughs> stack some dimes.
1: He's got a stack of dimes that he calls a neck. Well, I got your mule deer in the tan, so. Perfect. I can't wait to
2: see that
3: sucker. <laughs> Big old floppy.
2: Take what mark are you on uh, uh, Not that
4: one.
0: There he is. is. All right. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> see you, dude. Have a good day at work, Eric. to make me proud.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Drive safe. Later brother.
1: He is my brother.
0: Mm, well, you guys look related. No. Anyway, yeah, uh All right, now we can talk yeah. trash about him. Yeah. Okay, We're. <laughs> I hate I'm it I'm it. trying to get along <laughs> with the process here. Yeah. I don't remember where we're at. No, right, tanning process, or tanning or the tanning, tanning process. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, the tanning process. Yeah, I guess the first thing we do is skin the face out and then uh cut the skull cap off. And then clean that, and then you start preserving the skin. Which there's a million different methods to preserve the skin, but you got to split the lips, eyes, mm. nose, ears, when, turn well, all that inside. How do you out.
0: explain splitting like the lips and the eyes and stuff?
3: Basically, when you skin the animal out, you try to leave a, a little bit of skin so you can have it to tuck in your tear ducts and your eyes and your lips, tuck into the form, <coughs> tuck into mm. the form. You cut a little groove in the form so you can tuck the skin. Up in there. So basically everything you almost see is pretty much hair goes right up to the corner of the mouth or the edge of the mouth at the mm-hmm. edge of the eyes and into the nostrils, but there's there's bald skin that's tucked in all those little grooves. So how, m- how much skin is there? <coughs> about a quarter inch quarter through sixteen. Inch, yeah. Some people some people do it without eyelids without skin tucked. So they do? Yeah. yeah. Super yeah. super good too. Yeah. Yeah. So but anyway, um, So basically, when you skin the deer out, you have the lips. There's a double fold of lip meat right there, and you have to actually fillet that open and split Mm -hmm. that lip all the way around the whole entire Mm -hmm. mouth, underneath the nose. Then you got their nostrils have cartilage inside of them and little flaps in there and curves and turns. So you got to split those and open the nostrils up and remove some of the cartilage. And then the eyes are the same way. There's their inside eyelid skin that touches their eyeball folds in and up. Well, then you have to split that open and open up the eyelids more. Mm-hmm. So you'll have something to tuck. And then the ears you turn inside out by splitting. There's cartilage inside the ears. You have to turn the skin as you go inside out like a sock mm-hmm. and skin all the way around the, the top. But you don't do that with outside.
1: the snout, do you? Like, do you turn that inside <coughs> out when you're trying to get...
3: Well, there's nothing to tuck
0: on the nose. You're saying, yeah. Are no, you
1: like when you're trying to like split the lip and stuff and, and get that cartilage in the nose? You're talking about cutting. Like you're not. Or are you just kind of reaching in there? No, when you That's when a
3: confusing. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, when, you, <laughs> when you skin down the front of the deer's face. When you get to the the septum, which is the cartilage that yeah. divides the nostrils, you cut straight down with your knife, and you get to the top of the bone and cut this way towards the oh, front of the okay. skin. Oh, okay, I, I got gotcha. so you. So gotcha. you basically only have a chunk of cartilage, the septum, that divides is the it, I'm nostrils. I'm trying to think okay. about how to explain this
0: to <clears throat> listeners. When they say, like, split the lips, it's almost like you're filleting it open so it lays flat so there's extra skin to mm-hmm. tuck yes. into a groove. Yes. So when I was learning taxidermy, and I still don't, like, know it by any means – I would never get the lips or the eyelids or even, like, anywhere that needs to tuck, even the ears, I, I would never get them split far enough. Mm-hmm. And so at, when I was working with you, Mark, here, I was like, ah, you're almost there. But <laughs> yeah. it, I did, I was always scared of cutting too far and cutting a hole in it, yep. especially the ear. I don't know how many ears, like, I think, I don't know, is that ear shop? Or ears, I was are,
3: like, ears are very taxing. Ears are the hardest part of taxidermy.
0: I did a lot of ear sewing because yeah. I cut holes in the ear and be like, oh, shit. But yeah. I, could, I was always scared to cut too far to split the lips too far yeah. but you would grab it and hit it with a sharp knife and just be like oh right here i'm like oh i didn't realize that yeah
3: yeah yeah you got to feel it with your fingers yeah. and and keep it's going crazy. until the very end of the cartilage because if you don't see how the ends of those ears are curled a little bit
0: there's a mount in the studio for yeah
3: everyone. oh yeah my bad yeah um, <laughs> see how they're curled a little bit yep. they're probably not split all the way to the end so you got flat you know leather there, flat skin there that has nothing supporting it, yeah. so when it dries, it curls and twists, gotcha, so gotcha. you gotta split them all the way out so, to the edges for either your ear liners or your bondo, whichever method you use, which I prefer turners. the
0: look of ear liners. which <clears throat> yeah. you guys
1: both use ear liners. do you, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. prefer. Bondo, you're a uh, deer's part El Camino at that point. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, there's there's kind of a Bondo camp and an airliner camp as far as taxidermy
0: goes. What's
1: the, so Bondo, like, so with an airliner, Let's liner, get there, let's it's get there getting... though. We're not
0: there, We're not there yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so,
1: I, I, want, I want to touch on I that. Want,
0: I want to hit the process. I want gotcha, people to be able gotcha. to follow the process. So splitting the lips, splitting yep. the eyelids, all that. Yep. Once that's done, I mean, what other, like, fleshing is a term people hear a lot in taxidermy. Yep kind of break down julian i guess you want to start with what is fleshing and what is the point of it
4: yeah um so i guess there's to me there's two types of fleshing you got the you got the fleshing where you got to get the red meat and the fat and all the the grime and gristle off of the actual cape mm-hmm. uh, all that, the stuff that's
0: prone to rot
4: yeah so once you get that all off you know i mean you got bare skin basically you mm-hmm. know and And then the second type of fleshing is where after you've tanned it, then you got it on the fleshing wheel, and you're you're taking layers of skin Mm -hmm. off, you know, and getting 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 it as as thin as possible. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's. I mean, that's pretty much what fleshing is. I mean,
0: what's the for people that are wondering what's the way to do that? I know there's fleshing machines. It's it's just basically a blade that you kind of run. Sections of hide over.
1: Is there not like a handheld tool that you can like, like a cheese grater, or like not like a, like where it's like <laughs> making slices? You know there, what I mean? Yeah, like there's a,
4: a, a mini a wi- flesher. Yeah. It's run off of uh, compressed oh, air. Th- yeah, that's. Oh no, the, uh, that's you have one of those. I got Mark. one of those. No, yeah,
3: mine's electric, and they have compressed okay, yeah. air ones. Uh, yeah. I have the mini. You're talking manual. Tool. You're probably yeah, talking I'm like a the mini wizard. It's got a little stainless steel wheel on it that that's spins. A, yeah, that's exactly sh- what I was talking about. Oh, okay. I don't know what that is. Then it's got a little cupped edge on it. Yeah, probably the Mini Wizard. I got one of them, too. They're all right. I remember you busted
0: <laughs> that out one day, and we're, and I. it just looks like a satisfying tool to use. Yeah, I like the little
3: Mini flusher. It's cool.
0: Well, you yeah.
1: got something on your uh, your impact or whatever. Was it a drill? I thought you were doing, like, when we were talking about a turkey thing. Uh, or maybe it was a scrub brush or something. Weren't you, like, taking a bunch of stuff off?
3: Oh, I use a four and a half inch belt sander. Oh, <laughs> or yeah. not belt sander. 4 uh, four and a half inch uh, oh, wow. grinder with the paddle disc sanding. Like oh, a flat flapper sanding wheel, wheel oh, flapper okay. wheel. It's not really a flapper wheel, though. It's a flat disc, and it's got, like, angled steps of sandpaper glued all the way around. Yeah, I was using it. When they come back from the tannery, I send mine up to uh, the wildlife gallery and they put an alum tan on it. So when it comes back, uh, that's what I was doing to yours last night is finishing the final flushing because basically we flesh Mm -hmm. and take the excess meat off like Julian said so we can get our salt to penetrate the hide Mm -hmm. because you salt the hide to pull the moisture out of it to remove any chance of bacteria growing Mm -hmm. and to set the hair so it won't slip well then you put it into a pickle depending on how there's a lot of different ways to tan lots of pickle recipes lots of acids lots of different things people soak them in to actually preserve the hide while you're doing what julian said was the the final flushing the mm-hmm. thinning of the skin to so when you mount your deer the thinner the skin is the more detail you can get in it and the less it shrinks mm-hmm. and shrivels <clears throat> so basically we're fleshing to get it to those we salt them, pull a little moisture out, put it in the pickle. Then your or your tanning agent. There's mm-hmm. a there's so many different ways to tan. I can't even. I don't. Yeah. You don't even want me to get into it. Yeah. Really. Now, why does that <laughs>
1: term stick around? Is just because like did they used to set them out? Because I watched some documentary about some. Uh, I think our president called it a shithole country, but uh. like they had this. <laughs> they called it a giant tannery, and it was like these old like ruins. And you look out, and it's like the size of a football field, and they just had all these sheepskins out, and they were like, you know, they are putting them in different brines, but they were like, it was open, so it was getting... I, I always thought that the old-school way was, yeah, you'd set it out there and dry the skin out. You are tannying. killing me no, today, son. Dude, yeah. I, is that...
3: That's w- different. That's just air-drying. You okay, are so killing why me Why do right they now. call this
1: tanning, then? What is that? Why is that term... How is that killing you? That's a legitimate question that people are wondering. You just took us way off into like some ancient ruins of, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was something I saw on Travel Channel, but I'm uh, I thought that's where that term came from to dry the skin out. Well, why is that? Is that not, you can uh, air dry
3: you can air dry skins. A lot of times they yeah. do that with African skins because they don't have tanneries and you know yeah. in the desert over there. Yeah, so they air dry them and then they'll ship them back to you know, whoever the customer was and yeah. they get them treated here in the USDA. And yeah, and then then you can rehydrate them and start the tanning process. So your air drying is, or salt drying, you can air or salt dry a cape and not tan it and it'll hang just like that or you can freeze it, but it won't last forever. No. You got to tan it. So t- tanning to <coughs> me seemed like, and maybe I overcomplicated
0: it in my head. It seems like a complicated process. Yeah. But you do a lot of your tanning at home, don't you, Julian? Yeah. For the ones you work on at home,
4: right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I I use a couple different methods. Um, like like he was saying, there's an alum tan. I, I can do an alum tan. Hmm. Um, and then, but the mo- most of what I do is called a, a a Pro Max. It's it's um it's kind of it's a little bit different than putting it in a pickle. Um. I don't have the room and space to go and put something in a pickle and then or salt them and then put them in a pickle and then and then actually brush on tan them or or right. whatever method they use. So I uh, I've got I use the Pro Max and um, you know so after I flushed them out and turned everything, mm-hmm. um, I use um, big. Well, I'll post a picture on my page, but um, it's big buckets. Put like five gallons of water in there, yeah. and like I, I use six pounds of salt, and then I put the. Um, tanning agent that Mm -hmm. it's like eight ounces of it mix it up in there and then you know you can let it soak for three five seven days like that yeah it's kind of like crotan
3: yeah that's Um, what i was gonna say it's like crotan
4: so there and and, you know there's a couple there's a couple like best in world type people that use crotan Mm -hmm. um it's i i'm gonna start learning the pickle methods because i feel like they give you just a a little better uh, quality as far as um, you can kill more bacteria in it, mm-hmm. and so, um, like what I was saying earlier about I had that, that slippage, you know, with that one deer. Right. I, I probably could have avoided that maybe just a little bit, but some deer are just there's you just can't avoid it, so. right?
0: Like, I heard uh, not to go off way i've talked like black bears are really prone to slippage yeah it's just, just yeah. the way they you're are you're better
4: off sending those to a tannery
3: that yeah. does it you know antelope because you shoot them when it's 90 degrees out. Yeah. sometimes <laughs> yeah. foxes, kind of travel back and foxes tails and ears coyotes because they eat dead shit yeah really yeah. that's crazy because bacteria get, or just, yeah mm-hmm. yeah wow okay so, so the tanning process <clears throat>
0: is uh you know that however long it takes to tan it you pull it out of the tan and then
3: then what uh, whoever wants to go Well, basically, like I said, with tanning, there's there's a million different ways. So the procedure when you're done with it is a little different. But usually what you do is to skip all that other stuff is to rehydrate the skin. If it's dry tanned, if it's wet tanned, then you still usually do a little rinse and soak it up a little bit so you get more stretch out of it. But basically, if it's tanned, you're ready to mount whenever you're ready to go. So you do all your form prep work and set your antlers and get which, all the... Which,
0: talk about uh, form prep a little bit. Talk about um, what a form is. Because well, if, there's if, a lot of people I think are going to miss that little detail. Yeah, and that's, that's true. It's that's the biggest important. part of what your mount kind of... Right. Before you before we be,
1: get that, so if you pull it out of the pickle, uh, you know, say you do that pickle and you pull it straight out of the, the liquid, how long does it have to wait to dry I mean you said you can mount it can you mount it right away or do you got to let it dry for
3: it just depends on the method just depends, depends on, on okay so my it's method, every, every method different my then. method no when I pull it out of the pickle I, I neutralize it and yeah. baking soda for 30 minutes and then I do a couple rinses and then I lightly salt it to pull the moisture out then I rub my tanning agent in okay. and mm-hmm. then I hang it on drying sticks to dry because that salt makes the the height thirsty you. for the tanning oil to suck mm-hmm. into it so, and basically tanning can get very, yeah, it is. When I went to, yeah, it yeah. I yeah. went to school, it it's can crazy. get really high tech. So mm-hmm. I would, I would say as a customer, you would, that would be one of the questions I would ask a taxidermist. What kind of tanning methods do you use? Yeah. Cause some use, you know, just. Magic powder and <laughs> and some do a million different if ways. They, if so. they
4: say they use borax, <coughs> yeah. around, <just> <laughs> yeah. <around>. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> has a borax it's thing. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But borax it, is not a tan. It's just a it's right. just a preservative to help with
3: right. the bugs.
0: You know, right. it Basically, even really basically
3: it's laundry soap. Yeah, but it has things in it that actually keep bugs away and yeah. yeah. preserves. only thing I've ever
0: used it. borax on is turkey fans. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. 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 But that's when all the flesh yeah. is gone, pretty much. So I mean, basically
3: with skin. I mean, I when I went to school, they gave us this book and it broke down. On the epidermis layers of the skin, and there's like six different layers of the skin. And why you tan, and why you pickle, and why you salt, and why you do what you do because you're removing fats and oils and things out of that skin, cellulose and things like that, with the acid. If you never put it in an acid pickle, you basically you're not completely tanning the skin as far mm-hmm. as i learned now yep. there's sulf there's aluminum alum, mm-hmm. alum my bad yep. alum methods and stuff the uh, aluminum sulfate and stuff like yeah. that that does penetrate the skin too and and mimic do some of the same things yeah. but so basically once you pull it out of that acid that that also plumps up the skin so you can flush them easier yeah. when you have them in a salt in a pickle. So, then you got to neutralize it to remove the acid out of that skin. And you got to watch your pH levels and all that stuff. But anyway.
1: Oh, my God, my brain hurts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Tanning, that's why I said I
3: almost didn't want to go down that yeah. rabbit hole. All right,
1: I'm sorry I asked. So I basically, asking questions. just basically
3: ask them, ask them what their tanning method is and if it's something that's been around for a while and been proven. Yeah. Because there's a million shortcuts. And, yeah. You know, so.
4: I see, I like using the auto tanner as well. It's just a big cylinder <clears> you put your skin in and water and then you got the alum crystals mm-hmm. um you pour that in there and you pressurize it which there's kind of a a thing with the pressure they don't oh it don't need pressure oh it needs the pressure you know yeah. but um it always comes out a really soft uh, skin a real real pretty uh mm-hmm. um the actual skin is you know real pretty looking and, yeah um the hair turns out real nice and all right, I mean, so now so I hate to, I hate so to ask because you guys have dropped this. You don't have to ask. Man. I'm gonna, I'm going because I'm curious <laughs> now.
1: Not to take us off track, but you, you, you yeah, guys don't mentioned alum, uh, the alum, alum, yeah, alum method. What? What is that in a nutshell? Because you guys drop that casually, and I don't just know. Gonna... There <laughs> is a,
3: it's basically is, is, aluminum is a, sulfate. Yeah. It's another chemical okay. that they use to tan. It's aluminum sulfate. It, it's just, a and I don't way. know how to explain it exactly because yeah, I'm not a tanner. Yeah, but.
4: there's some mounts I believe in, like the Smithsonian, that were mounted in like the 1800s, and they, they're they're still you know real nice by by the alum tans. Um, the one crazy. thing with alum tan is, is if you get into a, hum, a humid environment, you could actually break it down over time so oh, i got you you know if you take if so, this drives me nuts if person comes pick up the deer they put it in their garage and it's 110 <laughs> 10 degrees that. outside <laughs> and 100 percent humidity i'm like man that thing and you know with an alum tan you're just you're just asking for trouble it's getting
0: moisture drying out yeah getting moisture drying yeah. out so you're better
4: off a controlled environment is is where right. you want to storm even a, even a what i'll call a real tan with the pickle and okay you know that you still want to keep them in in a controlled environment yeah so
0: let's go to the let's start the forms you talked about doing form prep after Mm -hmm. the the tides uh, tide hide is ready (laughs) um borax form is the thing that you know that's what people see the mount that's where it comes alive at not you know what i'm saying like that's i don't it doesn't come alive there because it comes alive way later in the process but that's what gives it. It's its, it's,
4: it's, a, a, it's the guts of the form. It's I mean, the it's, guts of the yeah. form. It's, it's structure like, for the structure for your skin. It's basically, it's basically a foam form. It, it's basically made of expand a, expand a foam or whatever you know. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it's 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 the muscle. Like if you take if you take your deer and you skin it and take the cape off, well then, what you see with the meat and everything, that's what you're seeing with the form, except it's solid and right. It's foam.
0: Is that how they used to make forms, or is that how they still do make forms, is take a mold of a skinned-out, mature, whitetail buck and... Or how do you Um, you guys know the origins of that? that,
1: Like they kill a deer and they put it in like half sand or something like that. Remember you you, telling me that? You you can. Basically,
3: back in the day, Ah. they would take measurements of the carcass, carcass measurements. Mm -hmm. And they would make a carcass sketch. So they would remember all those circumferences and stuff like that and nose to eye measurements. And then you build an armature, basically. You take wire... You take the skeleton, part of the skeleton. You Man, take plywood. This was a long time
0: ago. You're talking, and that's yeah. why
3: people say stuffing something because they used to take wire and make like a, a armature out of it, like a structural, like a little and then zeppelin. Pack the armature full of cotton batting or yeah. wood wool and. And, or make them out of paper mache So basically, it's a carcass measurement, and carcass sketch is yeah. how they would... And that but was like it, when neck mounts were a thing. Yeah, yeah. that's why they did it. It's <laughs> just
1: too much work. The worst-looking <laughs> worst mounts. Yeah, they're horrible. <laughs> but the, the amount of work that was... So you had to be an architect and an artist Dude, well, I guess not, not really the cuz they were they weren't that good they at making good. oh <laughs> no they were <laughs> just dog shit yeah. they don't look like beer yeah. back
3: then. yeah
1: <laughs> yeah they are just straight dog shit yeah, yeah. Put cotton balls just, in a sock you're good yeah.
3: so <laughs> modern
0: forms though are like solid foam and it, you still do see the muscle definition. Yeah. In the uh, one of the cover arts for this episode, I have uh, my eight point that's at Mark's shop. Mm-hmm. And you can see, so I have the photo of you and your, your mouse, the blue ribbons on them. I'll add that in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the. Not uh, perhaps,
1: <laughs> regular blue ribbons. Yeah. 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 And then the. Yeah, thank you, Steve.
0: <laughs> Glad you're here. And then uh, you can see the actual form, which is why I included that photo on there. So uh, yeah. people, cause people don't realize I'll send that photo to guys because I'm kind of familiar with that. I'll send the photo of my eight point rack on that form. And they're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I'm like, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Like, I thought that was like, a if you're a deer hunter, you should yeah. know, like, but yeah. maybe I, maybe not, but yeah. the form is what the skin goes over. Yeah. Yeah. So
3: basically, if you come into the shop, I'll ask you, you know, what was you doing at the time of your hunt? Yeah. Do you want to incorporate that? Position into, you know, what you want to mount him as. What's your house like? Are your ceilings high or your ceilings low? Mm-hmm. Where do you want to hang him? Is you know he needs to look towards the center of the room, basically. Usually, what's or your social show, security number? Yeah, or yeah. show, <laughs> show off. You know, show off the best side of the rack, one yeah. way or another. Yeah. So I talk to you about how to do your pose: head up, head down, yeah. semi sneak, full upright, yeah. all that stuff. So basically, those forms. Somebody. At, a, at the supply company, uh, is sculptors. There's paid sculptors in taxidermy that get paid to. Somebody kills a deer that's a certain size. They make a mold of it. You can lay it in sand, make it, or you can make a two-part fiberglass mold by burying it halfway up in clay, molding one side, making a fiberglass jacket for that mold, flipping it over, burying it halfway again, or using mm-hmm. your mother mold. Make a two-part fiberglass mold, then they bolt them together, put a piece of plywood in the back, cut a hole in it, and they have this mold hanging upside down. And like Julian said, they inject them with – it's a it's like a three-pound density uh, expanding styrofoam. Psh, mm-hmm. It fills up. Boom, there's a form. Mm-hmm. Unbolt it, bolt it back together, put some wax on the inside so it'll come out, sh, pour some foam in there, boom, there's another one. So That's they crazy. can build all these poses, and you look in the catalog and pick – what form you want, what pose you want, according to the measurements mm-hmm. that the taxidermist takes of your deer. Yep. So there's a nose to eye measurement, there's a neck measurement, circumference right under the chin, then you come three inches down under the chin and over the atlas muscles. Mm-hmm. You know, when a buck's in rut, he's got that big neck. Mm-hmm. So then, so you basically, you can, I take a bunch of measurements, but most people just take three, mm-hmm. and then boom. You're,
0: the measurements you take, Mark, gives me a headache. I know, dude, <laughs> it's, yeah. There's
3: a reason for it. Yeah. So basically then that way I know what size deer you brought me and I know what size form to order. I know what your skin will fit. Yeah. So then you go to that process of ordering the form and getting it prepped. So
0: that's what you said. My buck had a pretty big <coughs> neck. My buck, my 10 pointer. Yeah. And and I was talked to Mark about how big you measure. He's like, yeah, that is a big neck. Yeah. I mean, what's, what's like the high end scale of like a big big neck that you guys have seen is is it in that is there a certain like range like oh yeah that's a big neck buck like i see that every now and again and yeah. it, i mean what's that range roughly
4: my buck last year the one in the the picture that i'm holding for the competition yeah. it, it was uh that was 26 yeah that's a and that was october 5th i killed that one
0: whoa the early yeah. is that that thick huh yeah he uh, was a
4: he was a i I think he weighed 300 pounds. I mean, oh, you yeah. should have let him walk Whoa, for a couple really? more weeks. I, you know, yeah, you're right. He had that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're, you're right. right. <laughs> 155 inch, nine point. I yeah. mean, yeah, let, let, well, yeah. it's a couple more weeks. Yeah, I guess yeah, three more weeks would have gave him a couple more
0: I, inches to grow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking neck wise, son. But yeah, um, I
4: actually just measured one the other day that was around 28. Oh, wow! And Ooh, that's that's it.
3: about as big as yeah. 28 30 is probably the probably. Dude, those are about Hulk seen.
1: Hogan's pythons.
3: Thank you, thing. So that can be a little confusing, yeah. though, because guys will – they'll go home and they'll take their their wife's, you know, sewing yeah. flexible tape yeah. measure, and they'll measure around the hair, and they'll go, my deer's got a 24-inch neck. Yeah. You or know? they'll well, measure halfway down the neck, and it's yeah. like 34 inches. Right, or yeah, <laughs> or you just measured over the hair, too, yeah. dude, all the way around. So yeah. basically standard – You know, three-year-old deer, I get a lot of 21 by 23s. So 21 would be the tight measurement and 23 would be the atlas measurement. 22 by 24, it seems to go 23 by 25. 24 by 26 are the two measurements, you know. Mm -hmm. So probably I think one of the biggest ones I've ever seen is 28 or Mm -hmm. 30. That's getting huge. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm talking when I say 28, 26, 28, I'm talking – you know the second measurement not the first one right not under the chin yeah but if you were gonna say a deer had a really big tight neck under the chin measurement probably the biggest i've ever seen under the chin tight 25 24 and that's giant yeah that's swelled all the way to the ears. yeah that's like (laughs) that's almost a canadian white tail Really? Yeah, yep.
1: he looks like that dude that got arrested recently. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> shot. The old yeah.
5: neck. <laughs> the,
1: the lock neck monster. <laughs> <laughs> so the, somebody posted a picture that of guy. that dude next to, like, one of the Megazords from Power Rangers, dude. <laughs> it kills me. It's, it's
4: ridiculous. The, the buck I shot this year, um, he didn't have a monster track. He was a low 140s inch deer, but he had a, I think... Is there twenty four or twenty five? I think it was twenty five. Oh
5: yeah.
3: It
4: was a nice buck. Yeah, it was yeah, he was Yeah,
3: that was a cool buck.
4: Yeah, he, he his G twos were really short. They were like five and six. That killed him. <laughs> that killed it. I I don't know his score doesn't matter, but, but yeah, yeah, I heard I just <laughs> I was like when I killed I was like, Oh, I think he's one fifty and then I get up yeah. there and he's got twenty one inch beams and five inch G twos yeah. and I'm just well, like,
3: Well, when you become a taxidermist, yeah. you only care about shooting them for the size of the neck. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I had a couple
4: of bucks on uh, on camera. I'm like, man, that's a beautiful cape. Yeah. You know, I'm like, man, you I'd looked... be it. So it's like, I would sacrifice a tag for that one. Yeah. You look at animals differently. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had some does. I actually passed a doe this year that I would have probably, well, this farm I hunt, the guy wants all the does dead. So yeah, that's course. kind of the, the trade-off as I shoot the does, but. This doe was probably a year-and-a-half, maybe two-and-a-half-year-old doe double white
3: patch. Uh, oh, God. Always You've always been talking going about on. that. Oh, You're like, God. dude, you I got you, one behind my house I'm chasing.
1: Yeah, no, Kurt's always like, man, dude, I want a double white patch doe for a doe yeah. mountain because that would look awesome. I hey, has hey, got a
0: trochan picture of a really nice two-year-old with a double throat patch. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Give yep. him up. Hey, yeah,
4: if anybody kills a buck and it's got a double white patch on the throat and they're not mounting it, Bring him to me, please.
1: <laughs> like yeah. like or Mark, like, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. No, bring him I'll, to him. I'll fight you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm retired. <laughs> I'll fight him for
4: him.
0: But yeah. yeah. He's no, bigger definitely. than me. He can have it.
1: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. This is the featherweight so, fight right here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's. See, we talked form so, prep, and
0: then the mounting yeah. process comes after the form prep. Yep. Yep. And then, um, oh. I'm just. I'm gonna get to some social well, media questions here. There's actually too. A,
4: like there's actually where I have to go in in detail more. De- I actually go more detail with a a, a Dremel. And I'll, I'll yep. thin down the eyes and the the nose and the um, nostrils, you know, and mm-hmm. and actually I'll hit the ears too with a, a sanding drum uh, drum on oh, a dremel. Okay. Okay. And I'll get oh shoot I'll get those super thin. Yeah, right. right. That way when it when it starts to dry and shrink, you know, you see those mounts on the wall where
0: um, they look bug eyed. Yeah. Uh, oh th- man, that's know. such a common thing too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so, so common. I'll, I'll try
4: to get them as thin as I can. And, uh, that way when it does shrink and it, it may pull a little bit, but if it does, it's not going to pull, you know, to the yeah. point where it looks like yeah. they're
0: like wide eyed, like, Oh, headlights. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's and, the worst yeah.
3: part. That's why I said I was up till two in the morning last night, thinning your skin. Yeah. Cause I'm weird about it. Like, oh yeah. I can take your eyelids and read newspaper through it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like rubber glove thin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: And it, I mean, it's, and it's, I don't know how long it takes you, but it, it'll <laughs> take me an hour and a half to thin oh, yeah. the two eyes and the nose. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. At least, it's crazy, man.
0: It's so crazy. And and form prep, I know. I've seen uh, I've seen Mark do a lot of dude, some crazy form prep of like building the whole face up with clay, building up the facial definitions, building up the neck definitions. Like my buck I got back for me today. Oh, dude, his inside turn of the form, you can see all the neck rolls oh, where yeah, he's turning. awesome. Looks so good. Yeah. And then, but, like, the ear butt detail, like a thin hide deer, I love when you can see, yeah. you can see that ear, uh, I guess the ear rolls yeah. of, like, mm-hmm. the ear butt. Yep. That just, the little stuff like that makes from a $150 mount, like you said earlier, yep. to mm-hmm. a $500 mount. Yeah. You know, yep. that's all the difference right there. And some guys charge, you know, depends on what they do, even higher, yeah. you know? and, Yep. And I, I've been telling Mark for years, uh, you
3: go, Mark. I go too far. You, you. I go too far. I can't not. And that's why. Yeah. Well, the That's thing why is, I can't do hundreds of deer a year. There yeah. ain't no way. I just right. can't well, do it. Well, there's commercial
0: taxidermy, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. And guys got to make a living. That's yeah. awesome. And then yep. Mark, you for no reason. I mean, for a good reason, you have quality work, but. You go to you're almost at the competition quality right. in a commercial mount. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean,
3: I charge more people, you know, people get mounts for 350, 400, 450 all day long. So I charge more, but I I put it in there. Oh yeah. So, I think I'm
0: not going to say you charge, but I think you should charge even more. Oh, I charge but, 650
3: oh, yeah. so around here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah. mean,
4: you know, there's a couple people around this area that are like we were talking about Clint Ricky, you know, and yeah. mm-hmm. I I don't want to like say what he charges but right. <laughs> it's oh yeah it's a lot it's
0: but more when you're, it's more than me well yeah, i'll say when you're this, with, yeah. let me let me say what i experienced i killed a, a nice rio turkey in kansas this spring yeah <laughs> I, and i shopped around for i want yeah. to do a full mount i found a really good guy he's his name Longbeard long taxidermy and mm-hmm. uh jeremy pittsfield yeah. yeah killer taxidermist great white tail yeah. taxidermist great turkey taxidermist i took mine down to him my turkey i he is very fair with his pricing, very, mm-hmm. very fair. I feel like yep. for the quality of turkey months he does. Yep. I was pricing out with other guys for I took it to him that were well over double yeah. than what he charges. Yeah. Like, I'm looking almost into two grand. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know turkeys are a pain in the ass,
3: but I the guys oh. I gave you names to are world champions. Yeah, That's yeah, why? For sure, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I know that too. Yeah, I know that don't. too. But even some guys so, that weren't yeah. when I'm pricing, I'm like, right, Whoa. right,
3: and they're not. Yeah,
0: yeah. You want you want sixteen hundred dollars for? Yeah. I'm like, I don't. And a
3: lot of guys will do that on turkeys because they don't want to do them because they're a giant job. Uh-huh. They're a pain in the ass. Yeah. I love them because they're just. My kind of mess. That yeah. guy down there at Longbeard. Nightmare. Yeah. Long Longbeard, <laughs> he's
0: got to have a ton of guys working for him. I, maybe yeah. he doesn't. I don't know for sure. Yeah. But the amount of turkeys he puts out, I'm like, yeah. I don't know how one man could do that. Yeah. He's got to have employees.
3: Got Either that, yep, might have skin guy that does all his skin prep. And a lot yeah. of good taxidermists, they just hire a skin guy because that's yeah. a right. lot of work in itself.
4: I, I, I kept one out the other day, and I was like, yep, that's the first and last one I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> No desire for <laughs> birds. Yeah. Everybody, You're a taxidermy <clears throat> shop, you don't do birds and fish. And I'm like, just don't enjoy them. Really? I get that, <laughs> though. You know, I get I that completely because I don't hunt them. I'm, I'm a turkeys, huge but.
3: whitetail guy, but, and I don't love mountain turkeys, but I think it's one of the prettiest mounts there is, yeah. period. Mm-hmm. But I love – I'd rather do birds. And I'm not a big bird hunter. Yeah, deer, to me, I love deer as much as anybody in the world. Their Antlers are the greatest thing in the world. I love, you know, the taxidermy part and getting the anatomy tight. But Mm -hmm. after you do hundreds of them, dude, a deer's a deer's a deer's a deer, another deer, another deer. Yeah, I get that now? A bird, every attitude, every wing change, every neck position, every head position, there's thousands and different birds around the world. So to me, it's... And that's kind of why fish are somewhat interesting. If you're a fish guy, I'm not a huge fish guy, but I really get into the, the intricate fish painting stuff, yeah. mm-hmm. which I put stupid time in that. Dude. Scale tipping. And, yeah. You know, oh, yeah, dude. Give it that extra shine. Yeah, yep. scale tip and musky sometime. Oh, see huh? how long that takes you. Oh, god, Yeah. <laughs> Every scale, thousands. Anyway. Well, now just real
0: quick, once you get the mounting process done, you get everything mounted. I mm-hmm. uh, roll the skin over the, the – I'm sorry if I'm kind of rushing through no, that part. No, you're far. fine. Um, I think people reali- don't realize that there's a lot of finish work. Once the deer is mounted, once the hide's on the form, everything's where you want it and you it's dried, you guys get hit it with airbrush, mm-hmm. you hit it with all sorts of different things, and we don't got to go crazy into detail, but yeah. there's a lot of painting, and it's like the final detail work that really makes it pop. Yeah. Whereas if you showed a person that doesn't know the difference you could show them a deer that hasn't been painted on or doesn't has hasn't had the final finish work done, and they're like, "Wow, that looks great!" But then you do the finish work, and they're like, "Whoa, okay, yeah. I get what I I didn't I didn't know what I was missing when yeah. I looked at it the first time." It, painting when I've learned to paint, I learned with from Mark on my buck out in my living room that I mounted. I was scared because I've never used an airbrush before. Yep. Remember this? You're like, well, sink or swim. Sink I mean, swim, yeah. you you, yeah. you did <laughs> yeah. you did walk me through it, right. um, but it it's scary. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. People really. I guess I guess explain where the paint goes, and cause I, I don't think people realize. Yeah, that part of so it. Air,
4: Air, Air, every taxidermist the has their own paint scheme, and so when I say paint scheme, you know, like around the eyes, you know, you you'll put first you'll put your epoxy in to kind of finish out the eyes, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, to fill in the gaps and then your tear ducts and and also in your nose if you do you know um, but then like the paint scheme you know some people will go through and they'll 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 hit it with a little bit of a white mm-hmm. around the eye to kind of take out some of the I don't know it's, it's your base layer basically mm-hmm. and then then they'll put like a, and I don't know what you do but um, you know you put your flesh color down mm-hmm. and it's just this is all just like a light mist mm-hmm. and then I use like a it's kind of like a rich brown. Um, and then I use a blending Brown. I just barely, barely layer that. Mm -hmm. And it kind of gives you more of, eh, I'm not the best as like getting you like the, like you look at it and you're like, Oh, that looks like real skin. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still learning all that stuff, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of the scheme I go with. And then, you know, the inside of the nose, you know, you have your flesh colored and, um, right. Yeah. And then your ears, you know, your ears, um, like that one up there, you know, it's white, you know, um. I'll hit mine with, like, a white or a buckskin tan color, mm-hmm. and then I'll, I'll go over it with a little bit of a pink color to give it that fleshy, mm-hmm. you know, blood look. And actually, a lot of times what I do is um, I'll mix red flocking in with my glue, mm-hmm. and um, it gives it a a, a kind of a, a flesh color. Like the a flesh tint. Yeah, and yeah. so when it dries, your ears look like they have like blood you know inside the like the veins right, and yeah. stuff you know and Oh that's interesting that's, that's cool yeah.
3: yeah that color telegraphs through the yeah. skin And
4: yeah. and all and, all, cool. and sometimes <laughs> I make it too rich you know so I'll I'll tone it down with a little bit of white and then mm-hmm. um kind of go from there but It's uh, cool it's
0: cool like I you don't have to be as scared as what I thought you know there's a lot of stuff like, you said, Mark, when I was painting, like, we can fix it. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. We can fix it. Yeah, yeah. You, you can fix it. it. <laughs> strip,
3: strip it off and do it
1: again. Takes yep, forever. Yep. But. Well, that sounds like that. And I was curious about, like, earlier when, it, when you guys were talking about, like, the eyelid flaps and, like, lips. Yeah. Like, if you, like, you know, screw one of those up, like... Like, what if you sliced a yeah, whole eyelid off? Yeah, you just you cut that off, do you Just throw the whole cape out, try again. Nope.
3: <laughs> All, I don't know <laughs> why that's Where are you going right? to find another one? <laughs> I was gonna, yeah. you got to fix it, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're sewing the fold with <laughs> it? Sewing it and your epoxy work when yeah. you're doing finish work oh, to shit. hide what you jacked <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. That's and the got, thing that's crazy. That's what makes the There's so much
0: little things that you have to know, like, uh, tricks of the trade. Yeah.
3: It's insane, It's just so mind-blowing that. You think bow hunting's a rabbit hole? Yeah,
0: dude.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Dude, hey, it's, it's yeah. like, taxidermy's like a yeah. like being a, like a tenor mark. It's not uh, yeah. how good you are; it's how good you can hide your mistakes. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So
0: once all the finish work's done, the customer comes and gets it. Let's talk mm-hmm. about one thing I don't feel like is I've never interviewed a taxidermist about this. Which, Mark, really, you're the only taxidermist we've interviewed. So, Jillian, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is when? the customer comes to pick up their mount. Yeah. I mean, is that your favorite thing is seeing the reaction or, you know, what's your, what's the most satisfying part of it?
1: Yeah. um, When they hand over cold, hard cash. Yeah. yeah, The cash cash is nice. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that that's always what you think.
4: (laughs) That's always been my biggest thing is, is when the person comes in, they, they see their mount, you know, on the wall in Mm -hmm. my house or shop. And it, if they don't smile i'm like i, I want to smack them. smile please i, yeah. I need some affirmation <laughs> that You're, you I like am. your amount you love know? it love <laughs> it yeah. yeah but no i i do i love i love the uh satisfaction that the customer gets yeah um i they mean been it, ben Franklin smiling on that money <laughs> <laughs> yeah well money is nice i mean i i got four kids so it, you know right. that, that goes Lord. to feed them yeah. At 31
1: Ooh. you got four kids i do you're getting after it, man. Bro, you got I'm glad you picked up taxidermy as a hobby because right. your other hobbies Yeah. <laughs> you I know. know what causes that, don't you? I haven't figured it out. <laughs> and if it's what I think it is,
4: there I it's too much fun. Right. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
4: yes. no. But no, I can it's i just love a that. buck
3: in rut. Yeah. I mean <laughs> you
4: just do oh, I'm always in rut. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just doing what animals yeah, do, right. man. Yep. Yeah. There was a song about that, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah, there was a couple actually. Yeah. <laughs> they're all on my iPad iPod right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like your iPod. So yeah,
3: basically, I guess with people, a lot of people don't really know that when the skin is, it has to be wet and you put glue mm-hmm. on the form to slide the skin on. And taxidermy mm-hmm. actually means to move the skin, mm-hmm. like yeah. Taxi needs to move and Dermy is the skin. Mm-hmm. So you have to oh adjust all those hair patterns. That is mind-blowing. I
1: literally never broke that down. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. So
3: basically you adjust the skin where it needs to go and then yeah. you adjust it and babysit it while it dries. And then yes, you do your epoxy finish work, your paint, you build the noses back up because mm-hmm. they dry flat and, and you build these bumps back up, little mm-hmm. pillows or nodules they mm-hmm. have on their nose and you know, if you choose to put the nictitating membrane in the little skin in the front corner of the eye, and that's what separates the men from the boys when you go to the champ, the the competitions yeah. and the championships.
0: Nictitating membrane for people at home. If yeah. you have a cat, if you ever look at its eye, it's that little weird skin layer oh. that's inside mm-hmm. the black part, right in the inside corner. It's, of like, the a, head, it's yep. like a it's like a an eye squeegee, right? Yeah, they mm-hmm. call
3: it the third eyelid sometimes. Certain animals mm-hmm. can actually blink it and it goes all the way across their whole eyeball like a windshield wiper to like lizards and shit don't they yeah all (laughs) kinds of different animals don't gators have that where they can look out underwater and shit? ducks and birds and things that go underwater they got the nicotine patch in their eyes so basically (laughs) then you finish (laughs) off you do the finish work on your eyes face like he said the airbrushing and building the nose up and everything and and yeah basically that's that's the finish of it and then you know, depending on what kind of animal you're mounting, it can get days and days and days on finish work. I yeah. mean, you can spend yeah. as much time in the finish work <coughs> as you can on mounting the deer, yeah, really. It's crazy. It but is crazy.
4: Yeah, the amount of time we spend on deer, you know, it's, like I was saying earlier, you, you got the people that price shop. Yeah. And I really don't care to get those customers that price yeah. shop. Mm-hmm. I, I
1: would much rather get somebody that appreciates work. Yep. Than something cheap, yeah. So, no, well you, that, sure. yeah. That's why you know, not knock to you guys, but that's why I took it to the, the guy that I did because uh, our buddy Brandon McKeith he recommended him. He goes, yeah, he lives right right. That's by a lot me. of goes, the business businesses yeah.
0: recommendation or word yeah. of mouth. Yeah. He's
1: like, he goes, he's <coughs> commercial, and the guy came out and said, he goes, I- I'm commercial, and I go, that's fine. I'm like, this is a very special buck to me, and I'm like, but I've met the guy a couple times, and I just go, hey, look, um, I, I know you're commercial, you know, so I know I'm not going to get a competition style mount, right. but here's what I want can you make that happen he's like yeah i'm like then i'm happy i'm a happy customer i didn't ask him price i still don't know what i'm gonna pay for the final price <laughs> i knew i knew the deposit <clears throat> i knew how much he wanted for a deposit but i i don't know final price but i like the guy yeah and i seen some of his other mounts i like what he did and i was just yeah. like man that's that's cool man is and i told him hey this buck is very very special to me um so you know just whatever i do think it's cool that do. you got that buck oh yeah. By the way, but, I, and, yeah and and uh, yeah dude, it was
0: but That's i love I love getting a buck back and um. We pulled, uh, you brought my buck back. Yeah. And so we pulled out of the truck and I didn't get to actually see it. And we carried it in and dude, he looks awesome. Kurt was I out of
1: breath when he brought that in, dude, not, I, not from being out of shape. I have to go
0: through my home. living room and rearrange everything. Yeah. I want every, I like, I want every buck to have his place yeah. and feel comfortable there. And how you doing? And I'll yeah. come back in. I just want to be able to stare at all of you on like while I sit on the couch and enjoy yeah. you, you know, like <laughs> he looks awesome. So great work, man. Oh, I'm it. super it pumped with him. Cool. So.
1: Hey, I got, I got, I got a question now. Uh, this is for Mark. Mark, you're the, um, you're the uh, mature buck in this room. And Julian <laughs> Juli- Julian's a solid three-and-a-half-year-old. That's right. <laughs> if you were in front of me, you would not get a pass. <laughs> yeah. solid. Solid. Right. <laughs> do you think now, if you guys were to team up on a deer together, how well do you think you would work with Julian? Just well, based on what you heard from You guys him. have known each other for about so an hour yeah, about, and 18 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm curious about this.
3: I'm sure that we'd work great together. I don't see why not. I mean... Because it I, seems
1: like you guys, I, what he does, you were like, sounds, yeah, I do yeah, that too. It sounds yeah, sounds
3: similar to what. Yep, sounds yep. similar to what I do, and and we're taxidermists. Once you talk, start talking to another taxidermist, you get in the shop. I mean, it just it's got to flow. This yeah. is why I
0: wanted you guys on the same podcast. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. there's a couple
4: oh, yeah. there's a couple taxidermists out there. I wouldn't want to even step in the shop with them. They're yeah. they're too arrogant. And yeah. I'm you know I'm the best in the world. Not that I'm. Um, Saying that this certain guy is the best in the world. Right. But you right. know it's yeah. like their mentality is
0: that yeah. and it's just Yeah.
3: And see that's the way I don't yeah. care how that's that's the thing about that's awesome about it. Is I don't care how long I've done it, he's done it, anybody's done it, you're gonna learn something new yeah. every day and there's always a better way that somebody comes up with. Yeah. So I yeah. I know I know nothing compared to millions <laughs> yeah. of guys out there but I still know a ton yeah right yeah. so yeah. let's pull up that list you that we talked never about never stop
1: learning we looked at every one of your mounts online and Mark rated them from 1 to 10 okay. so we'll pull that <laughs> up like, <"I'm laughs> did I'm I? no I, <laughs> I i hey i forgot that i'm part. curious i'm curious <laughs> if we did that <laughs> but what's crazy is is
4: you know i've been doing this for a handful of years and and i will get Text messages or emails or or Facebook messages from from other techs that are must have been in the industry for thirty years. Like, hey, what are you doing? What are you tanning? They always look so pretty, you know, your skins and yeah. I'm like, how many years you've been doing this? Why you asking me (laughs) for? You know, it's just like, oh, so it's kind of an honor, but that is. I've got a long ways to go before I'm what I would call like great, you know. Well,
0: the first time I met you was when I dropped my buck off. Yeah, yeah, and. The first thing, like, I left him like, I told Cameron was with me. Yeah. I'm like, that guy's ambitious as hell. <laughs> like, you just yeah. seem hungry, like, you impassionate. Yeah. Like, you said there, I just like deer. Yeah. I just like yeah. to mount deer. I like to touch deer. I like to measure antlers. Yeah. I like to butcher deer. I like to eat deer. I like to look yeah. at them. Yeah. I like, you know, you just, and I'm like, I get that because yeah. I'm kind of that way. And Mark's that way. Yeah. And you want your taxidermists to be passionate about deer yeah. and yep. care um and that's the reason right when i met you i'm like oh man you got to meet mark yeah i think i might have said it that day you know and so that's why i wanted you guys both on the same podcast just it's a cool dynamic and you know if you guys can connect and share knowledge share clientele you know or whatever that's awesome
1: Yep. and you know the only way you're going to get better is if people come to you and you know mark we've we've talked about and people were wondering where mark went mark you uh well, a social back media question yeah do, do some yeah. work yeah. so some you know you, you got a different what are you uh, doing job
0: with your face right now
1: but I'm saying bring deer to uh, Julian here so uh, he can continue to work and expand and get better so yeah. you know you could be the new big dog Hey my my goal
4: right now I do this part time and mm-hmm. my goal is to be big enough good enough um, that I can I could possibly go full time in the future. And yeah, that's man.
1: what I was trying so. to help you with. That's what I was doing with my let face. Let me ask you, hey, you, let you, me ask you a question, Casey doing, What do you
4: do now? <laughs> well, I know. Everybody's like, oh, you're crazy. Well, I I, work, I know. <laughs> I, and then
3: I'll tell you what I
4: did. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm not sure if I can even talk about it without getting... Because this is a media. Um, uh, oh, I, I work, yeah. Well, I work for a well, federal government well, agency. Basically, and, uh, I okay. mean,
3: do you make a pretty decent living right now doing what you're doing? Yeah. yeah I mean... And I'm not telling you to ask tell me dollars. Yeah. I just You know what I'm saying? Anyway, yeah. I'll okay, I'll use you me go. as an example. Here we go, here we go. I was a union sheet metal worker yeah. making twenty four, twenty five bucks an hour. Yeah. Quit that to go straight to taxidermy, cold turkey. Yeah. Came home, did that. And then busted my butt, you know, tried yeah. to make it, you know, for fifteen years and I, like I said, though, I'm slow. I never – I can't pump them out, so I couldn't yeah. make enough to, you know, to to justify. And I had a job opportunity going back to sheet metal for yeah. a guy I used to work with. And, I mean, I jumped right at it and to where I could do part-time because, to me, I wanted to go back to part-time, actually, yeah. and do it – do mount my animals and compete and go to competitions. So – I've kind of come full scale where I was all geared up and crazy about yeah. it. And I did it, and then I a lot of guys get burned out. Yeah, that's where I'm because at. Yeah, you get you get once you get going for 10, 15 years, and yeah. you're like hundreds of animals a year and you're like good lord yeah all i do is work oh yeah you know what i mean and (laughs) and they don't get rich they don't tax it unless Mm -hmm. you start your own supply company or start molding and selling your own yeah duck heads or deer forms or i mean yeah or you got guys working for you that are hardcore like that too and work 16 hours a day so but anyway yeah, That's basically.
4: I, I say I've got eight years in what I'm doing. I work, basically I work for the USDA Wildlife oh, Services. Okay. I I won't go into too much de- Too much. Yeah, you, don't gotta, so you yeah. don't gotta. Yeah, say yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, because you're the, a working the, man. Yeah, I'm a working man. But yeah. um, so I got eight years in doing that, and then you know two more years I could be invested with ten, but. You know, mm-hmm. you don't get your pension until you're like fifty eight, or probably be seventy eight by time I'm old enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. They keep pushing it back. We're like, hold yeah. on, what about? Come us? on, dude, shit, I'm okay. almost there. Oh, you almost at it. Hey, yeah, you're close. Oh, That's a hundred years old now. No, yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of in that stage where I just, I absolutely love it. I just want, I want yeah. to do, it. I want to do it full time. But then I, somebody like you, you know, what do you do you your living? And I'm just like, well, I do this, and like, you're an idiot. Stay with what you're doing. Yeah. And I'm just like. <laughs> Oh, I know. Right. Yeah. I, but it, it, you can chase it, dreams, it, man. It, yeah. yeah.
3: Everybody's different, but what I've learned from talking to best in the world, guys yeah. and world champions and stuff like that, that a lot of people do that. They keep yeah. their good job. That's where you get your insurance. Yeah. Yep. That's where you get your 401k. Yep. You do this on the side for fun money and family money. Mm-hmm. And, Otherwise, the other guys that do it full time, it's like they got two or three guys and they're working yeah. 16 hours. And, and, they, and that's and what I do with
4: Old Barn, too. I travel down on right, Saturdays and I just right. basically work for them. There you mm-hmm. go. There you yeah, go. Cool and that's though. the
3: best thing you can do, yeah. in my opinion. The best way to learn taxidermy is work for somebody. Yep. I mean, yeah, you can go to school like I did and pay a lot of money, and I saved a lot of time. I mean, when I came home, I was Mountain Good Mounts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. just being there nine yeah. weeks. Yeah. So, and then you did it with YouTube, which books and videos probably would take you longer to yeah. get to oh, that yeah. level. But I think that you put yourself, your heart and soul in it because yeah. you watched every single minute of that video. <laughs> you know I what I mean? And, and and learned it the hard yeah. way. So,
4: right. you know. I, hours and hours and hours on the phone talking to taxidermist. Yeah, so what, yeah. What's crazy is, is I'm actually teaching a guy from Fort Knox, Kentucky right now. Over the phone and, and FaceTiming, oh, cool, <laughs> yeah, you, really. That's awesome. wow. You talk about tough trying
1: to teach somebody, yeah, that, that's dude. Awesome this though. shit is yeah. wild. Seeing the the, the cool two generations, hell, like when we talked about, just seeing how you guys both came up and where you're at now. It's yeah. just it's yeah. it's, it's cool because I'm hoping wild, that you man. guys stay connected
0: because it's like the perfect. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Oh, hey, oh, I, yeah. I,
1: I hope to learn some.
4: I I mean, just eye detail and stuff. You know, yeah. just little hints if you if you want to pass. Oh yeah, definitely,
3: dude. Because you'll probably
4: you'll probably be examining that when I leave and be like, oh. You could have done that no, a little better, fine.
3: and <laughs> I, I I'm no it. expert either, man. Yeah. I, hey, you got blue ribbons. I, I've never competed. Hey, I, it's, I got it's, a freezer it's, full. It's coming. It's, it's, <laughs> hey, it's yeah. very. I want to be a state champion. <laughs> oh, he's coming, yeah. dude. He, he,
0: yeah. He's out for blood, and that's right another now. realm. Let's get to some social media yeah. questions. Yeah, let's have Time. I want to talk about the competition game of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll just start with Facebook. I'll kind of chip through them. There's some pretty funny joke ones in here. I'll we'll kind of. We'll I'll go. I'll read them. D Rock. Uh, <laughs> our fellow uh, Mexican uh, family. Nero. What's the best way to get into taxidermy with a Mexican budget? <laughs> YouTube. Get that cartel <laughs> money, homie. <laughs> yeah. Cartel money. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Um, <laughs> Not for nothing. YouTube. Matt LaMonica says, "What about me? What about me?" That's Mark's uh, thing a couple here. Of East Ju- Coast guys. Julian, see the sticker here on the monitor. It says, "What about me?" With Mark's. Big oh buck. yeah, yeah. Last year,
1: almost exactly a year ago. Yeah, almost exactly a year well, ago. Yeah.
0: Mark was kind of bitching about how he hadn't killed the giant 15 years and then like two days later killed a freaking <laughs> yeah. slob dude
1: the day after eric <laughs> killed his biggest deer <laughs> that wow. always gets swept under yeah. the rug <laughs> um
0: we talked evan we talked about how you how you guys got into taxidermy um are, Stu anderson asks are there any particular animals that are harder than others and why what's the hardest species to work on Ooh.
4: for me and as far as mammals, bobcats.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, they're like, just
4: really hard. Their eyes and their uh, whiskers, you know, and just trying to get them all, you know.
0: I feel a lot of people miss on predator eyes. Yeah. Like yes. coyote oh, eyes, yeah. bobcat eyes.
3: Yeah, for, it's got to be life-size mammals. Yeah. Because you're, you're mounting a whole body, all those leg joints and mm-hmm. shapes. And eye yeah. and shape is different. I mean, I've got pictures of where they show bobcat angles at 10 mm-hmm. degree this way and yep. 20 degrees this way. And, and how
1: often are you around those animals to, like, actually see that's them? That's the thing. Know? Nobody yeah. knows them, yeah. you know.
3: So that's reference, study yeah. and reference. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: what's the largest sco- – Scott Clark, what's the largest uh, scoring deer you've mounted?
4: Mm. I I've, Last year I mounted one that was 184, and then my buddy shot one actually is in the picture of the um, – my competition mounts. Mm-hmm. It was 178, but I've I've got a couple in that upper 170, 180 range. Nice, that I've nice mounted. bucks. Yeah, Big very. Yeah,
3: I We're think bu- the biggest one I ever did was like 204. Yeah. I think it was. This thing was crazy. It had massive daggers coming off the front of the main beams that I've never seen deer like it. They're just kind of like my weird two points on that right. one side, but right off the main beams, it's just huh. really? huge, giant daggers. But huh. I'm, you know, a lot of 170s, 180s, yeah. but. You know, you don't get in the 200s too often. No,
1: I haven't been blessed with that yet. Yeah. Um, Hopefully this year. Hey, yeah. moved to Quokka, Illinois. Here's a bunch of them running oh, around man. there. Um, <laughs> Doug
0: Hood, thanks for the question, man. We kind of covered that already. Uh, Joe Kinney, have been talking with Loker Taxidermy. Very impressed along with his customer yeah. service. He's He's got my business. Yep,
4: he's going to bring one up pretty soon. He's uh, He actually owns the... I forget what it's called. Dang it. What? It's uh, a... It's a
0: He's got a. Uh, he works at B and B shooting supplies, and he. I think uh, that's it. He's got a show, or uh, like an internet-based show called yeah. Outdoors Obsession. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Chris Robinson, what's the most ridiculous animal and or pose you've ever been asked to do, and <laughs> no. did you do it?
1: <laughs>
4: oh shit! I like this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll never do this one again because at <laughs> oh, first <you> did
5: it. <laughs> at
4: first I was like, Oh, that's really cool. It represents bow
3: hunting, you know? Oh, and, Jesus, here we go. And I it know. was that's a me. arrow in the shoulder oh, with no. the deer pulling it out with his mouth. Yeah. yeah.
1: I've seen that dude I've, that, got,
3: uh, I've got one to do like that and I'd been putting I, it off. I hate how, it. You, like when you, you ask, him it's, like, to do it. you ask yeah, him, it's like you ask him. I
1: don't want to do it, dude. I hate it. When yeah. somebody <laughs> gets that mount, you say, "Okay, how how low is the ceiling in your single wide trailer?" Yeah, <laughs> that's a yeah. question. Easy. Basically,
4: I'll tell them I don't God. want to represent animals that are in pain. Yep.
1: That's in, a
0: good respectful fact, way to put that. In fact
3: in competitions you can't no. take that animal into a competition. Nope. Yeah. They won't allow it. And they brought one last year and they and I get wouldn't, that. they yeah. wouldn't
4: uh, let them it's have it in there. About
3: respecting the animals yeah. and not showing them in the end I get pain. that. Don't don't in, honor the animal. Basically in death. the weirdest thing people have called and asked about cats and dogs to me yeah. that's <sighs> weird. It's a different I'll, I'll realm. Pa- I'll get you the phone number to the cat and dog guy, but I'm not doing that. Can this I tell a, a cat and dog can, I, can I tell a quick
0: guy. story about this? Yeah. Oh god, I, I, hear I think this. I've told this on the podcast yeah. before. Taxidermist I used to go to. He's mounted a lot of my early deer, my first buck. Like this one right here, he mounted. That one, yeah. he mounted. That one, my first buck was a, a cute bow. deer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was 13 when I shot it. Yeah. So <laughs> you know,
1: bigger than the one I shot. <laughs> yeah, it is got a long way to go there. See, other thing's got
0: like 14 more inches than yours.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably close. <laughs> um,
0: he told me I asked him about that because I was always hinting about I want to learn, I want to learn. Yeah. And uh, he had some guys drop uh, a, a couple older couple drop off an old like lap dog, right? <laughs> and he's like, I don't normally do that, but they're all like distraught, and he's like, it's yeah. this much money like it's a lot <laughs> yeah, of money these, to do this because i don't want to do it paying no son. we want it done we want it done we, we want it okay whatever they leave first thing he does start skinning it out oh, God, they change man. their mind on the way home turn around walk back into his shop <laughs> as he has it laid on the counter where they dropped it and he's skinning <laughs> it and they are like that's exactly hysterical yeah.
4: I'll freeze dry them like I would yeah. if somebody was like dead set oh, I want you to do this I want you and I'd give them a price and it'll probably be four times as much yeah. more you know yeah. and, and I would I would find a freeze dry
0: company and i just yep. send it to them
3: that's what I said. I just told them. I'll give yeah. you the number to them guys, but yeah. I ain't doing
1: it. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Um, <laughs> too many
3: emotions in that. Oh, yeah. Hey, do you remember that
1: time, like, kind of oh, weird animals? We watched that video. I, I I was watching it. I sent it to you. It was, like, 2 in the morning. It was uh, how, they, uh, how they skinned out, and they were going to, like... Um... Hit that next question. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah, it was an alligator. Like, the amount of steps you were, like... You were, like, dude, the amount of steps to, like... Preserve the alligator hide mm-hmm. was just absolutely nuts. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That's hide, a whole, yeah. lizards yeah. are a whole different ballgame. I yeah. said I'll
1: just send those in reptiles. Yeah. reptiles uh, uh, shit, yeah. dude! If somebody's like, "Hey, can you he preserve my ball python?" It's like, no. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's his next? Uh, this next question, Andrew. Um, he's got a foreign last name. Uh, no. Not holding it against him. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's the, he's got the Haagen Dazs uh, ice cream symbol above his uh, <laughs> oh. uh. He said, "How hard is it to fix busted points on antlers?" And uh, is it possible if you have pictures for reference to get broken points or even a beam to look at and use before the buck broke them? That's actually a good question. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So you you can take that to scale, you would think?
4: I mean, obviously from a picture, let's say your main beam, if you broke it halfway up and that main beam was supposed to be 26 inches, and Uh you don't know how long it really – I mean, so – you you just kind of measure the other one and you know and look at the pictures. You can kind of get the shape and stuff, and it's all it's all fixable. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I mean i I fixed a few here and there. Uh, most people like their deer the way they were when they were,
1: you know, killed. What do you, what do you um? And that's how I, I would too. But like if if somebody says, "Hey, I want them symmetrical," would you use that same? Uh, because there's a guy that we always see in Iowa the antlers by Klaus, where he. You know, repli- it makes a replica of the antlers. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, is there a certain substance that you use? Is it mm-hmm. a very common thing, or Are there multiple ones? How do you how do you get that, and how do you get the mold to make that? Yeah,
4: I, I mean, you got it's kind of like a two part epoxy, kind of. It's like it's called Fixit Sculpt, you know. And there, mm-hmm. there's a couple other probably brands that people use. I use Fix-It Sculpt, and it basically is a, like I said, two parts, and you take you take the equal amount of both parts, re- roll it together in a ball, and just keep mixing it in. And then um, on your antler, um, you drill like so. If let's just say your your G two, the second tying up is broken off, and then you want to fix it. And we'll say it's twelve inches long. Okay. So you drill yourself a, a hole down into the actual broken part of the antler. Um, run you a wire um, up about the about the distance you need it, the length you need it and then you um, can just start building your... Oh, no your shit, tine. so yeah. you do this by hand. Yeah, Is yeah. that how that guy does it, do you uh, think? You, there, there are... So, like, if you break a brow tine, um, and it's one of those ones that's just real gnarly and has a lot of bumps and stuff, and and um, so, like, actually, my 170-inch 10-pointer I killed in 2009 had a broken brow. The brows were seven inches apiece, and so the guy that mounted my deer, he actually made a mold of the other brow tine. Oh, awesome. Mm. And then filled it uh, i don't know what he used it it really stunk i mean it was kind of a real chemical smell when i got it back but uh um, and then crazy. he he uh, um put it on the other side and just kind of tweaked it a little bit to make it you know look like it was right and, oh shit that and is insane i yeah, had people can... i had people come and say hey I, i'll tell them hey which point was broken and they never
1: could tell really that's crazy
3: yeah you can I, I... cast them and and make them in uh mm-hmm. Make them out of uh, casting resin.
1: Yeah. See, I always thought that's how they cast it. I, yeah. I never knew they but, did them by hand. But like, do you, you gotta like shave the shit down? And like. well, I mean, so
4: like the, the way I just said, like when you make a mold and stuff, you don't have to. Well, yeah, yeah. You just have to mold. paint it and stuff. But like my my ten point, I shot this year. Yeah, that's that's what I was referring to. I actually to, yeah. um, I actually took a uh, so I I I take a lot of sheds. You know, people want to get rid of sheds. I'll take them and. And I, I'll actually cut the tines off. And mm-hmm. then if somebody brings me an antler in, a good it's, idea. it's mm-hmm. like, you know, hey, I, I want to, you know, I can just, like, uh, go through my sheds, you know, and find one. That <laughs> find find and that's piece. what I did to my personal one. And then I just kind of <laughs> finished <laughs> them together with Fix-It sculpts That's the best, awesome. best Dude, way to do it right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a real see, antler, too, you know. So, so for cool.
1: sheds, sheds as regular hunters, they're cool. But for sheds as uh, taxidermists, it's just dunnage.
3: You could actually make that whole entire rack out of wire and sculpt the whole thing with the box oh my god you guys have
0: yeah. to do that just once yeah no. so I, don't, I don't
1: have that much time i'm not that good gr- i'm not that good <laughs> is it, it very right? time consuming oh yeah. There, i take it? Oh yeah. yeah it
0: would
4: it, it would cost a lot like if i just did it for practice you know yeah. the it the materials would cost right. it. that's why a lot of people charge like i don't even know what to charge now yeah. it's like 10 yeah. 20 bucks an inch or something i don't yeah. know yeah. oh yeah. shit there's a certain like and then some people actually like okay it's a Minimum some, yeah, charge thirty five
3: bucks for one time. Yeah,
4: because like that's
1: uh, so it's a yeah it's not like uh, well, yeah that's just that's insane.
4: That's cool. Here's a well, good. there's a guy in Marion that's top notch. I mean, I can't think of his name, but Tine Notch, uh, Tine Notch. Yeah, his name that would be <laughs> yeah, a great name. Tine Notch. <laughs> and I mean, if if I was gonna send like my personal stuff that if I killed an absolute giant and I wanted to fix some stuff, you know, and I wanted it to look spectacular, I would just actually personally send it to him. Really, but, very cool, man. That's.
0: But, it, the things that tax numbers can do it's just you got to be more than a tax number. you're yeah. like a carpenter <laughs> you're a sculptor <laughs> yeah. you're a painter surgeon you're a surgeon so you, yeah
1: yeah yeah you're seamstress. a seamstress yeah, <laughs> yeah a, a brain surgeon sometimes yeah right yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's awesome i was yeah. always curious too one last one last question when you guys are uh skull capping deer what do you guys use I use sawzall. He use sawzall. Now,
4: if I was going to go seamless, like if 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 I didn't want to put a seam on the back of the neck, I would go from burr to burr, make a little seam there, and then um, I would skin. It. I basically I would get the whole thing skint, to where it was lo- the 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 head just loose inside there. There's nothing holding it, and then you can get like one of them oscillating saws that yeah, and just kind of cut down,
1: and and then you you basically. Um, Take away the seam. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. you're you you just need to get it out of there. You don't need to be pretty with it because it's all going to be covered up. Right. Then. Okay. Right. I was um, curious about that.
0: Da underscore Biller. This is I love this question. What are a few tips and tricks to keep our mounts looking like the day we picked them up? Ooh, I love that question because yeah. I suck at uh, <laughs> dusting my mounts, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to. Try and change that. Yeah. I I'm, I'm horrible
4: too. I, I go back and I'm like, oh, there's a cobweb up there, and I take my deer head down. I'm like, holy cow, this thing is all nasty. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I just take a little, and I don't go full blast, but I'll take my air compressor and lightly blow, just it off. lightly blow it off, get all the dust off of it. You know, it actually kind of fluffs it up a little bit and the hair. But um, I don't I don't know. Is there? That's like, what I do.
3: Yeah. I guess the only other thing I've done before on real old ones or whatever is there's like that carpet spray mm-hmm. that you spray in your automobile and it it foams up real fast in your, on your what? floorboards. automobile car <laughs> so I, I was trying to think of the Leave name of the guy of, alone i was trying to think of the name of the spray when i was yeah but anyway you spray the <laughs> can on the floor and then it foams up and then you vacuum it yeah. up it'll actually pull the dirt out of the hair
1: yeah, from really. it's like inside. um
0: scrub and. Yeah, The yellow can. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yellow,
1: well, I, I have, green have no ones. idea what this uh, this is because you is, don't care your yeah. take care of your car. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, dude. <laughs> but
3: basically, yeah, just air compressor, and then um, you can use Q-tip with Windex and just clean your glass eyes a mm-hmm. little bit, dust the nose. Um, a lot of times, I'll take like a like your wife's blush brush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bought one of those for just my shop, yeah. and you can dust the eyes and dust the nose mm-hmm. and. Stuff good, like that. And there's a, a toothbrush to groom the hair yeah. and the ears and yep. around
1: the muzzle and eyes and stuff. What was a brush? Was it just a regular brush? A when a regular, you were, like yeah. a dog, dog was, oh, brush? Oh, because he was using uh, the cat's brush, yeah, when yeah. you were... Um, not the ones that pull all the hair out because you don't want those. But you want like the not like the metal bristles, but like the um, yeah. Just
3: comb, brush, and groom your deer. You know, a lot of people come up to them and touch them. Yeah, and put finger marks in the hair. Don't touch them. Yeah, don't touch (laughs) (laughs) them.
4: You got oil on your hands. You go up there, touch the skin. You're getting your oils in the skin. And but Matuska Taxidermy Supply actually sells a like mount refresher yeah, or whatever. There's yeah. A, yeah,
3: there's a liquid, uh, Mount Shine or Mount Care. That's like, where I went to school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can, you can get that and put it in a spray bottle or put yeah. it on a rag and wipe them well, out. They, and it they've pretty, actually got an, actual, I should get a,
4: some of that, an actual kit that has brushes. Everything and, and they, you need. They've got yep, this, I like, saw that yeah,
3: the other
0: day. Like a refresher kit? Uh,
3: yeah, well, they've... It comes with everything you need to clean your mount and to groom yeah. your mount. Different angled brushes, smaller yep. brushes, bigger brushes. Oh, I should get that,
4: man. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, oh, it's I know what for, someone's getting for yeah. Christmas. Yeah. And it's meant for people like, you know, people that don't do taxidermy, you know. You Successful bow hunters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> what it's meant for. So I'm not going to buy a kit. They've got the spray, too. It's almost, I can't remember. It's almost like uh, olive oil spray. Oh, you spray the hair down, it like gives sheen. it a shine, you know,
3: it oh, gives nice. it a nice, real pretty look. Isn't it equestrian it's prop- type? It could, it could be Protex Mount Care. Yeah. That's what I got from there. Okay.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Okay, that's a good good, uh, good question. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, Hopefully Armor All comes out with something. I'll trust that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Polk. Polky twenty three. Yes, Polky. finally the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Rife is making his return. Um, <laughs> uh, Wolfpack Outdoors. What is the craziest thing someone brought you to mount? That yeah. kind of covered that a little bit with the old arrow thing, but yeah. is there anything weirder that somebody wanted like other than a pet? I got a solid white possum. Really? What? Did you, did you do cool? it? Uh, well, I haven't got it yet, but it, I, actually he's just he's
4: giving it to me because I want to I want to mount it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and I've yeah. got two two ra- two white raccoons that I'm gonna yeah. play with, and it, they're oh. I'm buying them off the guy. Oh really? Damn, I, I'm knocking at, I'm knocking price off the, the mount so we're, i got, I I got a cinnamon brown well, raccoon
0: i guess I this this falls in right here mark did you ever finish that uh that otter band
3: that <laughs> no Steve we wanted? didn't do the otter folk band yet <laughs> that was like episode <laughs> he, six yeah he, so. hasn't uh, made, yeah he hasn't made enough money to afford that we're <laughs> on, <a shot laughs> of we're on yeah. episode 258
0: wow we, i think we talked about that episode Proud, i think six. it was
3: yeah. six yeah almost four years
1: ago yeah yeah
4: yep. I, I did pick up a moose the other day um, really? I got a guy bringing
1: some African sometime. He's, nice. he's waiting on him to get shipped here to the States. So. no shit. The one question I had, like, uh, if somebody came up to you and they're like, hey, Julian, I'm uh, rich as hell. You can tell by how nice my car is. I've got a, <laughs> I want you to full body mount a giraffe.
4: I would say I don't have enough room, and if I did, it'd probably be
1: about a $20,000 bill. Yeah. <laughs> is that how much it is? Can, oh, yeah. can they, uh, so can you mount, over here in North America, can you mount, African animals, because I, I always knew it was kind of weird the way that you know if you shoot them over there, yeah. how some of them have to get sent here. Maybe it's cheaper to get them mounted over there. That that was something yeah. that I was curious about. I I personally would
4: not mount them over there because <laughs> you know you're gonna you're basically trusting them, and a lot there's a lot of horror stories that you're go fueling on over there. blood money. I know you just want to say it, yeah. yeah. I get it. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, but anyways. <laughs> A lot of times, you know, if they do get shipped over here, they have to have the proper paperwork. You're not mm-hmm. going to go and ship a white rhino or a black rhino <laughs> over here. <laughs> <Right. I'm, laughs> yeah, it's an uh, And if you do shoot an elephant over there because it's one of those that's killing everybody and they want it gone, so, you know, yeah. you pay to go over there and shoot yeah. it for, you know, and then the locals get to eat the meat. Well, pff, they make life-size reproduction elephants for like 80000 bucks. So if you're rich,
3: there you go. Yeah, Yeah, everything that comes back from Africa has to be treated by the, you know, a USDA. No bugs. They have to be dipped.
0: What's something that, we'll just start with you, Jillian. What's an animal that in the future one day you really want to mount? Like your number one, like, bucket list mount.
1: I feel like you're going to say velvet caribou. (laughs) No, but that would be, no, I,
4: I mean... Velvet would be nice. I, I I would probably have them freeze dried the antlers and stuff. So it'd just be like mounting a normal deer, yeah. I guess. But I honestly, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that is. A tough I've got question. a kudu and a wildebeest come in and warhog. war warhog. I'm not really excited about that one, but I mean, <laughs> I these are hard love to warthogs.
3: They're so, so you, cool. You, you wouldn't well, do a wild hog. So They are. That's I've why got, they're so cool. Yeah. I've friggin- got one in the. F- I got a <laughs> warts on their face. Yeah. <laughs> I've
4: got a. I've got a feral or I got a hog in my um, freezer right now that's tanned and ready to go. I just it's for me. I actually bought it off a lady that was trying to get out, so I bought it real cheap. And oh really? I just can't afford the form, you know, because if I want if I want to do the hog, I want the mouth open and everything. And yeah. right now it's like a couple hundred bucks just for that. So right.
1: I, I'm just I'm 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 curious if you don't want a wild hog.
3: They're actually one of my favorite things amount. They're pretty Really, cool. Mark? Let's yeah. talk,
1: because know, just uh, maybe three weeks from now, we'll, uh, we'll have another conversation. I have a couple hey, of them to you going to
3: shoot your bow first, and then uh, see if you can even hit the
1: target. Yeah, I got a
3: couple <laughs> of bitch. them out for myself,
1: too. Why Why are you, why to are to you do like this? This is Not, Because
0: you, you talk a big game, but you don't have any follow-through, and it bothers me. Do you want to fight right now? Because you think that you're going to front this big talk game, and no one's going to call you out, because nobody else knows but me.
1: <laughs> bro, so,
0: I'm here to do the people's service. All right,
1: fine. Let's video right now. I'll whoop your ass. Do time? it. Pull <laughs> out your phone,
0: Mark. I'm going to beat Steve's ass.
1: Mark's got an iPhone, doesn't he? Where I want you we, to have uh, this in high def. When I've seen it? this before, <laughs> <laughs> we can go back Man. out in the snow.
0: I'll do it. In, I'll do it barefoot too, bro. So you
1: I'm, know, nobody <laughs> wants to see that blood trail of meat. There it, there. Is, there. <laughs> 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 there it is, muted. I don't know. The that's the that's power. A tu- that's a run. tough
3: question. Number one mount. I don't know. There's you know all the big game animals are cool, but I don't know. I got a weird thing with sheep. I like freaking. Yeah, bighorn sheep, man. Oh, yeah. They're the cool. dull sheep. Yeah. It's
1: a once in a lifetime mount, too, ain't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
3: That's, yeah, life size coming down a big ass rock with yeah. grasses and habitat stuff. I don't know why, but I just love bighorn rams. Yep. You know what's funny about They're that? so cool. When I
0: went to Joe Meter's taxidermy school, two of the guys that work for him were mounting one of those, exactly how you described it. They were yeah. making the, uh, like, the rock formation, mm-hmm. and that was just incredible to watch. Right. But I remember. <clears throat> this will explain like how down into detail it went. He was carving the nuts. Testicles. To put yeah. in because the they're sack. very like prominent in yeah. there. Yeah. I remember him grabbing the foam and from scratch, literally on two monitors, had references of oh, the yeah. rear end of a ram going down a mountain and you could just see his nuts. And he was carving the testicles <laughs> yeah. of this thing down to a science. Oh, yeah. And it was... It was so funny because he's kind of (laughs) like laughing while he did it. He's like, isn't this crazy? And I'm like, in in 15, 20 minutes, he had... Yep. The most realistic pair of ram
3: nuts I've ever seen. Yep. and it just goes to show you, yeah. it's insane. You, you got to have reference. How do you yeah. know? How do you
1: know what ram nuts yeah. look like? Right? Yeah, I, I mounted a squirrel
4: with giant nuts. you, yep. know? you just give them to, I just made them out of epoxy, you know, yep. and just put the two big nuts in there.
3: Yep. Yep.
0: So amazing.
3: You got to put back what you take out. Yep. He's down to <laughs> the
1: detail, like man. It's look awesome. at the vein running through this one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if I ever go to Africa, the one animal that I want mounted because. While I was still there, they were also mounting a pedestal, like a floor pedestal um, zebra, Yeah, and it was the most beautiful mount I've ever seen, and I've been obsessed with it ever since. So if I ever get a chance to go to Africa, which I just got invited (laughs) uh, like a month ago, (laughs) and... In three, four years, I gotta see if I can swing it. Yeah. But giraffes, like number one, I'm a yeah. giraffe or zebra. A uh, zebra,
1: sorry. Zebra. zebra. Here's the thing, dude. You'll like that mount, and, and this is from personal experience. You'll get that mount yeah. in your house. And the f- good feeling will only last for, like, eight seconds. And you are be like, oh.
0: It's not the gum, man. But yeah, I right. love I'm, that I'm, joke. I'm glad you <laughs> I love yeah. the joke. Now <laughs> you say
4: zebra. I was getting ready to say it before you said I was like, I think a zebra would be one of my favorites. Yeah, they're, they're just beautiful. beautiful. Cool. Yeah.
0: And I heard they're meaner than heck. Oh, yeah. yeah. I they're watched basically and they're, a donkey. And like, so we yeah. said they're not yeah. a
1: horse. I'm like, this son, that is a horse. Don't. That's a horse working at Foot Locker, son. Yeah. I know. Or finish line. <laughs> which up. is the one with You're the full of it,
0: dude, today, man. It's killing me. Hey, dude. Google us.
3: Google a sable. They're badass. Yeah.
0: Oh, no. I, I, oh, actually, yeah, yeah, those Google are
1: cool. yeah. sable. That's Brock Lesnar's wife, and uh, she's hot. <laughs> here we go. Easy. <laughs> yeah,
0: <I'm> just, <laughs> I, is, that our, is that our cue to just close this out? Because...
1: <laughs> I don't want this conversation in, <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm having a lot of fun with that. everybody yeah. in here, dude. This is awesome, but... <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it's. I think it's. Did time, pretty right?
3: much get through all the questions. Then, yeah, we're, we've covered what we
0: need. A lot of them we covered already. Yeah. So, yep. but that's good though. That's. I'm glad. Yeah. That's a good thing. We cover the questions yep. before we get to that's them. Cool. Yeah. Um, Julian, thank you so much for yeah, coming no in the studio, man. Thank you. All the amazing work you did on my mount. I'm super pumped about it. And uh, I, I'm stoked, man. I have the season, the best season ever, really. Yeah. Um. Right. So And then I got my eight coming from you, Mark, here in, in the yeah, next few weeks yeah, probably. And probably gonna,
3: Saturday I'm going to get it together. Oh, no yeah. shit. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. I'm a little faster than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Shots fired. Shots <laughs> fired. Shots fired. That's shot. what I was gonna say. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just gonna send all my stuff to Julian. He gets it back in a month. <laughs> I say, like, hey,
0: hey, I shot my buck November fourth, and I yeah. got it back already. Yeah.
4: I have actually helped other taxidermy shops. Yeah. They're like, hey, can you help me out? And I'm like, yeah. So I, you know, yeah. I have five or six for just diff- random people. You know, yep. that's
0: why I wanted to bring you guys together. You yep. guys, I, I just wanted you guys to meet right right out of the gate. Yeah, that's so. the
3: hardest part for me is. I can't even get time yeah. to do it anymore. Yep. I got so much going on with work,
0: and, and a lot of people are asking when I posted. Uh, I got to click. I got to put this out so everyone can uh, yeah. knows. Even though we're at the end, I put up the post about you know we're going taking our work to you or our dear to you mm-hmm. for for mm-hmm. you to work on. People are like, "What's up with Mark? What happened to Mark?" And I'm like, "Well, Mark's still in the crew. Mark is busy. That's why Mark hasn't been on the podcast yeah. for a while." Yeah, Mark is here. Everything is good. Mark closes appointment books. I remember after yeah. a while we advertised for you for while, like, hey, stop. Right. Yeah. Like I got <laughs> enough. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. So yep,
3: I'm not taking any work in. I've been turning work down for a year now. So yeah, yeah. I still probably got 40 things to go. <laughs> and that, that's
4: another point I wanted to make before we close out. You know, once you, once you get more than you can handle in one year. That just a shine that just goes to show you need to raise your prices. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, don't get mad at us for raising our prices. Yeah.
3: Hey. And the other thing is that all the supplies for taxidermy go up every oh, year. Shipping, shipping goes up every. Shipping is yeah. freaking ridiculous. I ordered one
1: form the other day, thirty seven bucks yeah. for shipping for shipping. Brilliant. Yep. <sighs> hey, and let me ask you this, uh, just a l- little quick. Uh, I wanted to ask it earlier, but I want to ruin the flow. Like. The, that foam seems, like, pretty durable. Like, I was at Mark's house. I was, was kind of handling them, I was like, dude, for for some shit that, like, they blow in, yeah. you know, and then it expands. I'm like, this shit's pretty durable. Yeah. Have you gotten any forms back that were, like, broken or anything like that? I mean, I, I would assume they happen. But does it happen as often as you think or kind of, like... I've never had one broke. I had some dinged
4: and stuff, but you just fix them I've with I've had forms,
3: ha- forms show up with the head snapped off. Yeah. For okay.
4: I, I, I was yeah. so curious about that. Bondo that shit pretty- yep. Yeah. yeah it was- I've had like my personal mounts. I put them on the wall and I didn't realize I didn't hook it on there good enough. Oh, mm. shit. Yeah. <laughs> In the middle of the night, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, what the <laughs> heck was that? You go down there and my deer head's laying on there. And I'm like, huh, picked it up. No, that's fine.
1: Put it back up there. Really? Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm so scared yeah. of that. Oh, I'm so scared don't, of that. T- don't
1: take your deer to the uh, prairie storm, uh, boys. Basically, if the form we- shows up
3: broken, that's what we do for a living. Yeah. If you order a certain raccoon, a life-size raccoon to be mounted, and your raccoon weighs 12 pounds, and you pick a certain pose that you want, well, this pose that they, the sculptor made... Is an 18 pound coon and yours is only 12. So you're buying that big form and chopping it down and yeah. putting it all back together or blowing it up bigger. I cut the, the <laughs> last beaver I did, I cut in 29 pieces the form in 29 pieces. Wow. Oh my God. <coughs> foamed it all back together. Yeah. <coughs> well, it's I, insane.
0: I'm hoping that this episode, even we were having fun joking around kind of all over for a little bit, mm-hmm. but I'm hoping that this kind of puts in the amount of work that goes into yeah. taxidermy and show, showcases the passion. Julie, especially you, I'm glad you got to come in and do this, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm hoping that this podcast can help bring you just yeah. I hope this helps you shut down your appointment books the yeah. way Mark shut <laughs> well, down his yeah. appointment books. Yeah. Yeah. The
5: good
4: the good thing is is I'm also I also work with Old Barn Taxidermy. Yeah. And if I get more than I can handle at the house, I can actually send them down there to get them tanned or basically, I'll just send... Like, if you bring me a head with the antlers and skull intact, I will send the whole thing down there, and then they will take care of it from from, from that to tan, and mm-hmm. then I will take the skins and prep them to, to where it's mountable, mm-hmm. and I will, on a Saturday, I can go down and, and mount,
1: you know, three or four deer so that's in one a, day. So that's a nice... That's it, awesome. Really, because yeah. it, they're doing it
4: the way that you would have
1: done it anyway. They just yeah. happen to have a couple guys on there. So yeah, and so basically,
4: awesome. I will... It, I'm still mounting the deer. That's why my Facebook page says "Old Barn" um, mm-hmm. on there too. Is because I still mount the deer, but I'm doing it through them. So if I got if I get too many, they they can help me basically do the nasty stuff and yeah,
1: get
3: through to the
4: mounting yeah. process. Yeah, uh, that's
3: why and I send I just my hides away too. Yeah, who did you think about it? Do you want to spend your day mounting things? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to spend your day jacking with skin? Yeah, it's
0: why all the top dogs have guys that do all yeah. that prep work. Yeah, they and they got do their cronies. Tanning,
3: so. tanning is not the fun work. No, Flushing no. is not the fun work. You got to yeah. get some cronies. Yeah. yeah. See, so. right
4: now I'm busting my rear just tanning all my stuff. Yeah. And it's I like, did that
3: for a while, too, and I got I, so busy I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. I could have been a tannery. Oh, know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> piss on that. That's yeah. the crappy part. I'll send <laughs> right. <run> that away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's mm. a lot of salt
1: and piss. Do you think
3: that would have I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, I, you know what?
4: I, I think they used to collect pee back in the day, <coughs> and they used it for tanning. Yeah. Yeah. I don't <laughs> doubt that at I, all. During man. the pre- Depression, people would collect their pee. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's this is – Because it's acidic. Yeah. That's so crazy.
3: Ca- you, people use like, – back in the day, they'd use like battery acid and mix it with water and things like that, and you can tan skins and stuff like that. Yeah. You can actually tan a skin, <laughs> sort of with the brain of the yeah, deer. Yeah, I don't do that. Because yeah, <laughs> I would not recommend it, but oh, they used to do it back in the day cuz the brain's real oily and that's what tanning oil is. It's, it's a, organic, dude. How would that organic? They just wow. rubbed that oily brain into the the hide and it, the oil no. Breaks down hey, so the fibers and crazy. makes it So flexible. if you shoot
1: a so if you shoot a deer that's not mature, you would just use R. Kelly's pee on it. <laughs> Easy. That's, <laughs> okay, a that's, a, that's a deep <laughs> reference. a okay. I'm glad you got that. Here's too. where we're coming out of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I uh, appreciate you guys staying on track, Steve. I appreciate I think you about picking kicking you off every Dude, day. Man. I appreciate <laughs> you picking up every joke I put. I, I, I it was a not miss night for you. Yeah, you said I'm, I was on something. I but don't you know if that says something about me or you. I <laughs> don't Dude, know. you well, I, I, my superpower is I make everybody stupider around me so they get to my level. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got smarter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 I've watched. <laughs> Jill- I, I've
0: watched you make a joke and I look at Julian because you've just never been around. This is your first time meeting Steve. Yeah, and then uh, you right. just like. Don't give even give
1: a reaction.
5: Yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah. it, honest okay. reaction. you
1: will get Meet used me. to it. Yeah. Honestly, what do, what do you think? What do you think is going on, on this side of the table? You be honest. Oh, no. you, you be like, dude, you're a dickhead, and you <laughs> could, well, whatever that man needs Adderall is what I think. What, he's you think? Saying, what do you think?
4: What uh, do you think? I mean, you're a cool, dude.
5: <laughs> <laughs> this the most is the generic, generic answer I mean, ever. I
4: mean, <laughs> oh my god, dude! No, dude please hey, <laughs> trust me. I've I've been around. I've been around some. Pretty ding back people, and it's just like he's making eye moment. contact while really he's saying this. <laughs> this is true shit. What are you smoking? You know, it's just yeah,
3: dang, that is amazing. <laughs> but no,
4: you're to me, you're normal. I mean, ew, there's a when lot you of, meet wow.
3: Steve, there's a trial basis. <laughs> okay, you yeah. get to decide how long that is.
0: You have a ten meet
3: trial. Yeah, you got to meet him ten
0: times. I have to have like. a second date,
1: I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A second. Date. I'll take you to Applebee's. <laughs> hey, <laughs> wait till I get blacked out on ten Bahama Mamas at Applebee's. You're like this guy's. Sucks. <laughs> oh gosh. He was cool when singing Deaf Leopard karaoke even though there was no karaoke
4: night. I would like liked yeah. him better if he brought his deer to me. Oh, hey.
5: come on, yeah. There you go. There
1: we go. No. You, you no. got a $1,200 shoulder <laughs> mount coming next year. You're yeah, always, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: always going to have yeah. a black mark. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve's deer up. Uh, guess who's getting Bondo ears this year. Yep. <laughs> That's yep. amazing. I shot the buck of a lifetime. Why is he bug-eyed? Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, thank you guys so much yeah. for coming on yep. the show. I love the taxidermy. I love like the deeper talk that normally doesn't get covered. Yeah. I feel like this is a good time. People are killing shit right now. They're getting... Getting everything back from, if they do it with a processor, getting their capes Mm -hmm. back. They're thinking about taxidermy right now. So I think great timing. So
1: One more time, where can people find you?
4: Loudon, Iowa. Facebook page, Loker Taxidermy. I'll link it in the description so people
0: can go there, click on it. Let's Let's do this. This is what we've been doing uh, most episodes. We're going to start with Julian, and everyone's going to say something positive to close out this episode. Just something positive or something, just anything good. And we'll go in a circle, and we'll close the episode on that.
4: Put me in the hot seat. Now I got to think of something. <laughs> it's agree, like, Oh, my brain! I figured is if blank. I,
0: if I started with you first, <laughs> yeah. I could either pick you first or last. Yeah. Last is harder usually. Oh, I don't know.
4: It gives me time to think. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we'll go with no. Ca- no, you, no that's fine. You good, I,
0: you're good. Cameron, yeah, we'll start right, with Cameron.
4: Right. Well, after seeing Kurt's uh, deer, I can't wait to get my deer back. I haven't even picked out a form. Yeah, we're doing that right after this yeah, episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm freaking pumped. Oh yeah, I haven't even. I don't even know what the hell I want. We'll make it looking no matter what. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) A lot better than Steve's deer. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Come on now. You bitch. Uh, Come on now. (laughs) Mark, do you want to go up there?
3: Uh, Something positive. I met another taxidermist. Cool, dude. That's (laughs) great. I got to podcast again. It's been too long. Welcome back. Um... I have deer pression for my season, but I did see the big one twice and came milliseconds away from shooting them twice. You bought your so, own property, man. I know, so yeah, I have to shit. say, I, forgot about that. I have to say it's been good. Mm-hmm. So that's it's been a good season. Still going. So hey,
0: November's not over yet.
3: I know, got to get them to move before dark. Mm-hmm.
1: That's right. Dang it,
0: Steve. Dare I ask?
1: You know, I'm actually going to be serious <laughs> for uh for a change. Uh, I'm just as shit to, you know, once a week. I get to see most of you guys here. Tank, Kurt, I get to see you guys. Mark, I see you frequently. Julian, it was fantastic to meet you. This was the shit. Uh, I enjoyed every minute of this podcast. In a couple weeks, I am going down to hang out with Paul Biggs. My personal hero, maybe we'll get on some giant whitetail. If not, I honestly... In Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, Yep, yeah. Honestly... Dude, if I go down there and I don't kill a deer, I don't care. I I just it's gonna be a fun time. You need to kill I, me a hog
0: because I need some chorizo. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try and kill some <laughs> hogs. Like I'll
1: be like, yeah, I know we talked about deer, but let's go kill some pigs. I I would. I'm just gonna be happy to be. I've never been to Oklahoma before. Um, it's gonna be a fun time for me. I'm super stoked. So
3: the only positive thing you have to good. say about that is two words: Paul Biggs. Paul that's, Biggs, that's positive right there. Paul Biggs is a man, dude. <laughs> Paul Biggs is awesome. He we is have, awesome.
1: Uh, do you remember? All right, here because I, I want to tell a real quick story. So we met him at ATA. We had him on the show, and we went at ATA last year, and everyone was there. We went over, over to the elite area, mm-hmm. and we go over there, and Kurt's like, "Hey, there's Paul Biggs." I'm like, "Let's go talk to him." Like I thought, like we all thought, like, "Man, this guy hates us or whatever," and.
0: I have snowmobiles ripping by my house right now yeah That's i right hear them right now
1: <laughs> i was wondering what the hell that was. somebody <laughs> was moaning out there <laughs> yeah. 12 inches of snow <laughs>
2: <laughs> this yeah.
1: grass has got to get cut my wife's yeah. bitching at me did we go over there and uh kurt like we, like we surround him it's like we're like a pack hanging is like you know and
0: i guess sound like we're a bunch of
1: creeps <laughs> and we're like we're like talking we, it was creepy and we're talking to him and Kurt's like, "Hey, Paul, how's it going?" We all shook his hand, and uh, Kurt just goes, "Hey, how's it feel to meet some superstars?" I didn't say that. You <laughs> said that. You, you said no jackass. You said that to him. <laughs> no, I and did I not. Looked and I go.
0: <laughs> you were standing there, Mark. No, because I, because I, he I, I go. I go. That.
1: You're stealing my lines, jackass. No, that, no, that did not you happen. You said something. You like You just
0: made that story up. I did not make that up. You he th-
4: must have been dreaming.
0: You are making that story up. I'm mind blown that you said that. What? I, I did not.
3: You said that. I was there. <laughs> I don't say that type of shit. Say anything like. That yeah.
1: that's, oh, a Steve that's line. not shit I, I
3: say. That's a Steve
0: line. I know
1: it's not shit you say. That's why See, I was baffled here I that am. you said
0: here it. Here I am once again two two times in one episode calling <laughs> you on your bluff because people at home don't <laughs> know unless I caught you on it. And right on calling you, I was you on. baffled was by why you said it. I looked up. up. He I was wouldn't probably maybe, drunk. You don't remember? Oh come on, dude! It was that seven in the morning. It was probably drunk. Seven hey, in the morning. <laughs> that we'll that we'll call no Paul difference. Biggs. We'll call Paul Biggs.
1: <laughs> get him on the phone. Get him I'm on the so phone. mind blown that you just
0: put your words in my mouth. <laughs> no, son.
1: I remember you said. I was like, I would never say. How's it? Not, how's it feel to meet
0: superstars? <laughs> I,
1: maybe it, you didn't say exactly yes. like that, but you okay, said, oh, back oh, yeah. You yeah, said something to that effect. And I'm pretty sure that's what it was because I looked over
0: here. Mute. <laughs> so there we go steve Son. is full of royal poop you're just a poop what mouth poop? you're just a poop mouth what is poop i'm mouth? gonna close this podcast poop. out
1: no he didn't say
0: that yeah i'm gonna get around to this
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're doing the circle
0: of doom and you took me on some weird bullshit you just made up at the top of your head i don't know what the hell you're doing man you gotta quit dating redheads, son.
1: <laughs> man, what are you doing, She's bro? Burnett. Oh, great, Don't
0: Julian. Care. Give us something positive. I yeah. apologize for this man. Oh, yeah.
4: You know, I'm I'm just thankful that you guys allowed me come in here and talk and help promote my business. And of course, you man. know, being a, a single income family, you know, it's all, all the business I can get is is greatly appreciated. So, of course, man. Um, you know, this will. I I mean, it's already helped out. So, you Ooh, know. that's
0: good to hear, man. I hope that it just people come in and hit you up check you out and bring mounts to you or bring deer to get mounted um so no thank you man i really appreciate it and the turnaround on my buck and quality (laughs) has been great yeah um something positive is uh i love being able to call steve out on his bluff for thousands (laughs) of people to hear because if i don't do it um i think i'm the hardest person on you in your life and i feel like you need that and that's not really anything positive that's just a real some real talk for steve um yeah you want to you want you want me to unmute you
1: Please, no a what <laughs> please daddy unmute me okay <laughs> that's i'd like weird. to talk to you pump <laughs> <laughs> <That's
0: weird. laughs> um something positive i love bringing people together over what we do and it's just a podcast it's internet radio and if i can get people to meet and become friends and kind of just the whole circle we've built and even people that listen to the show that have become friends with us it's kind of a beautiful thing. We
1: sit here and talk talk shit to each other, but yet we always get to have a good time. And dude, yeah. it's this shit's wild, man.
0: It is wild. That's it's crazy. Wild. Super thankful for it. So let's close this out. There's a lot of hunting season left, even though it feels like the prime time is over. Um, there's a lot of people getting discouraged. Um, if you have a bug tag in your pocket, you can still fill it. You have, if you're in Illinois, Iowa, you still have almost two months. Mm-hmm. That is enough time as if it was October 1st and you just got going. Food Just looking at that. Yeah. I was going to yep. say
3: if you got food, <laughs> otherwise yeah, food they're nocturnals. It,
0: yeah, but it still can be done. Oh, you yeah. can do it. It <clears throat> just takes a little hustle, a little more strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have food sources, it doesn't take that much strategy. And more layers of clothing. More layers of clothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep, be yep. as comfortable as possible. I'm trying to, to get that positive attitude oh, out yeah. there. Yeah. You can get after it. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you.